This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 164 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. 164, it sounds like a very big number. Um, but anyway, I'm full of Chinese food. <laughs> I think we have a really good set of topics to talk about today. Oh, yes. And I'm excited. We've uh, very, like... This is one of those things where, like, when you figure out what you're going to talk about every day, you have to kind of, uh, usually there's, like, two or three, like, there's two things that I'm really, really interested in, and one that I kind of have to work the topic out to figure out what I'm going to make it, uh, how I'm going to formulate the conversation. Today needs none of that. Uh, the topics are they too... They speak for themselves, they, they, really. They, and uh, no te technical difficulties today <laughs> either, so it's really just a perfect concoction. I was uh, I was very paranoid that uh, PayPal was again going to wave the you know put the invisible hand down on us and censor the podcast. Not of the free market, <laughs> but of their oppressive regime. Them and FEMA out to get us every single day. So uh, we've got a guest host today uh, on a day of no technical difficulties. Somebody who prevents those same technical difficulties right. from happening on her podcast. Would you introduce yourself? My name is Sour Patch Lids. I'm delighted to be with my pals over on Pop Culture Crisis. As I always say, whenever we have one of you two guys on the show, politics is downstream of culture. And I feel like this is a bit, an equally important show to uh, Tim Cassarell. It's funny because I, I could find a political angle to everything we talk about. Or oh, at yeah. least you could you could tie it into something like that. But the first thing we're going to talk about today is Zack Snyder uh, and the big bad uh, evil bots that is now, in my opinion, what is going to be the next big great boogeyman uh, from pop culture media. Uh, so we got that. We've got Netflix with their no good, very bad second quarter, uh, which they have. Uh, they put a spin on it. Uh, Reed Hastings puts a spin on it that doesn't sound too far off from something accurate. So we'll get into that and those numbers and something else to do with their uh, ad tier stuff that I found very interesting. And then we've got. Harry Styles' college classes, yes. and that is that. Uh, I, I really don't know what else to say until we get there, but we will. We will get there. So I can't wait. Before we get started, before we get started, I would normally say, "Ladies, are you ready?" Uh, but do I, we today, have a Chet Hanks video? We we have. Gosh. Are we graced with his presence today? I, I found Chet Hanks material in his story. So what oh. we're going to do? Uh, we are going to listen to some Chet formations. Special. Oh yeah. Uh, let me make sure the the volume is up. Uh, and basically, uh, he just goes. Just for enjoy. It. Yes. So we got to turn the audio on. on everything. It's I got to like go back a couple, and we're going to find it here. Have no worries, guys. This is uh, this is great stuff. I'm stoked. No, people go. say like looks aren't everything. It's like on the inside, what's on the inside that counts. Yeah, a hundred percent. But if you don't look your best, then how do you feel inside? How do you feel inside? Because I know for myself, when I fucking knew that I wasn't living up to my best self, nice. when I was fucking just <laughs> oh, pudgy okay. and all this shit, I, I would look in the mirror and try to tell myself, no, no, I, I feel confident. Like. I, it's okay. Like, I, I didn't have it in me. I didn't have that. 
confidence. It was all just a fucking. I'd, I'd be trying to convince myself that I felt confident, 50, 50. convince myself <laughs> that I had that, that I was a stud when I knew I wasn't. Totally different paradigm shifts when you actually get yourself in the best shape of your life, and every time you look in the mirror, you're like, damn. I've never looked so good. Totally different, two completely different universes. He's totally right. In so yes, it's not fucking the outside that matters. It's how you feel inside. But one affects the other. So when are you gonna fucking start taking action? So the question is: Does somebody want to write an article that says Chet Hanks blasts body positivity? I love it. (laughs) Good for him. As you know, we love fake news on this show. (laughs) It's uh. So we've got Chet telling you, you know what? It is about what's on the inside that counts. But to be to do that, you have to get jacked. You have to stay sober, uh, and you have to just go on. And that's and that's what's important. Uh, Got to get into that was you. the encouragement uh, that we all needed today. It's true. It's it's, true. Uh, does everybody feel better now? Yeah, I feel great. Yes, so, I'm loving it. So Mary, are we ready? We're so ready. Let's go. Lydia? Let's do it. I'm okay. ready. All right. So it says, uh, Z- this, this topic is really funny because this is, this is the world we live in now. Uh, so it says, how, the, uh, how fake accounts fueled the Snyder Cut online army. And the headlines here, the, the reason I wanted to cover this initially, I was going to ignore it. The Snyderverse is one of those things. Uh, the, the Snyder Cut, uh, the, the Restore the Snyder Cut people are uh, some of the most passionate fans you'll ever see. You'll hear a lot of stories of different takes on them, uh, you know, like online brigading, stuff like that. I'm, no, I'm of no opinion on any of that. I do know that the Snyder Cut of Justice League was infinitely, infinitely better than the theatrical release by Joss Whedon. And I do know that the group of people raised a lot of money for charity for suicide prevention right. uh, in honor of, of uh, Zach's uh, daughter who passed, who, who, uh, who did commit, uh, you know, to do that. So that's one of those things where the good, the bad, whatever. But what I care about is how the media has turned it, this into a boogeyman, which is uh, basically the idea is in the next couple of years where it used to be online trolls. Now it will be online bots. bots. Same thing. Every, everything that they ever said about, you know, in, in this uh, Elon Musk might've been the start of this. Thank you. Ooh, thank you e- Elon Musk uh, might've been the start of this with uh, talking about Twitter and bots. And he's absolutely right. We talk about dead internet here with Shane, mm-hmm. uh, but they, they need the, that, that kind of innocuous place to go with the argument as to like why people don't like their stuff. Why are people staying negative stuff? Review mm-hmm. bombing whenever a movie gets a bad reviews on, on Rotten Tomatoes. So this it is the new... It has to be a coordinated attack in some way so that they can frame it as not an organic criticism of what they've made. And yes. calling the you know them haters or trolls or whatever it was in the past was always just to characterize them as bots anyway which means that they don't have independent thought and, and the and the funny thing here is is like uh, the the number they came to uh that basically they had an independent companies like try to figure out how many of the online accounts that were using the restore the Snyderverse hashtag you know what percentage of them might be bots and it was 13 percent i'm mm-hmm. like so what that means That's like relatively low i was like so think about the fact yeah. that 90 percent of twitter <laughs> accounts are I, bots so i'm kidding they but say three I to five percent of twitter accounts are fake i right? think that's on the low estimate yes. but um i want to know why you think the snyder cut of justice league was better because it actually made sense whereas oh, the the, the Things. The the studio interference. First of all, it uh, it the the Joss Whedon version of the movie takes away from the. It, it completely negates the tone of the previous movies. Which, when you're using the same characters and then the tone uh, with those characters shifts dramatically. 
uh, it takes you out of what you're watching. Now, I do believe that Snyder has a tendency to be far too gratuitous with his uh, with his scene length, meaning that every scene that he has that's five minutes long could cut could be cut down to two or three, yeah. probably. Okay. But in general, I found the the what Snyder's bread and butter was is that. In a world of hokey slapstick Marvel jokes, he almost takes his stuff too seriously, which I can, like in a world where nobody takes anything seriously, I can appreciate that. Uh, so, so to me, that version of the film is superior. Also, mm-hmm. the big part of it was is uh, in the original cut, Cyborg, that's the Ray Fisher character, which we've talked about before, he was supposed to be an enormous part of that movie. Uh, and just like John Boyega with Star Wars, the studio cut it down and made him almost unimportant in the final cut of the theatrical release, just like John Boyega's uh, character in Star Wars was cut down to be almost unimportant in the new trilogy over at Disney. Uh, And Snyder really championed the idea that that character of Cyborg was going to be the, the heart, the through line of that entire movie. And when you see the Snyder cut, you see that that's actually what happened, that Mm -hmm. that character was supposed to be far more important than he was. But here they talk about basically they're turning Snyder into like a, like like a, and like a supervillain. Right. Which is funny because as you were saying earlier, um, before the show, he's perfectly conforming to what he's supposed to be as far as like political correctness. Like there's nothing unexpected or like subversive about, him nope so it says two firms contacted by rolling stone that track the authenticity of social media campaigns q5 id and graphica also spotted inauthentic activity coming from the snyderverse community and yet another firm the aletheia group found that the for the snyder cut domain which claims to have been a the hashtag release of snyder cut the one that made that hashtag go viral um, became uh, the landing hub for efforts to bring Snyder's movie back to, to hell with the DC Universe, was at least at one point registered to a person who ran a now-defunct ad agency, which promoted its ability to bring cheap instant avatar traffic to your website. So my question is, even if this was true, why is that a bad thing? Well, it's bot farming, which well, is highly frowned uh, upon. Like, uh, I'm, but I'm saying, like, uh, like so, so yes, should he do it? No, but they, they don't that offer any proof that That sentence that you he... just said doesn't necessarily imply bots right that just that uh, so, so they get down here and they say that uh, uh, Rolling Stone spoke to more than 20 people involved with both the original cut of the Justice League and the Snyder cut both of whom believe the director was working to manipulate the ongoing campaign Snyder complains that quote if anyone was working to manipulate the, the uh, to manipulate the ongoing campaign Snyder claims that if anyone was pulling the strings on the social media fervor it was Warner Brothers trying to leverage my fan base to bolster subscribers to its new streaming platform Fact. And to, be, ah. to point out, when this launched, it crashed the HBO Max servers on their website. So, okay, so there was obviously organic desire for yes. it. Yes, and I have, heard, I have heard different takes from different sides. Some say it was never as big of a deal on, uh, on HBO Max as people claimed it to be. Other people say it was a bigger deal than they claimed it to be. But in the end, they're all talking about it. Right, so true. Who's the it real did winner? Its, it did mm-hmm. its job, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Do you think it's unethical to use bots for marketing campaigns anyway like um I, i'm so i mean it's all inorganic undecided. right like like when disney has top trending on uh, on twitter that's not organic that's pushed through these companies that they own who all start talking about star wars at the same time the only difference is it's done through companies they own not companies yeah. they contract out to 
So is that really any any different? Uh, and in in the world of social media, especially Twitter, it's kind of our job to understand that none of it is real, not re- not really. Uh, and people need to be able to look at that and say, what well, when you're talking to someone online, am I actually talking to a real person or yep. am I talking Great to someone question. that's exactly? So it says. Um, and, and they get into this really like the language of these articles is really funny. Like they're talking about him like he's a super villain. Somebody compares him to Lex Luthor. What? Well, yes. uh, he quoted Benito Mussolini. <laughs> we, we have that here, sorry, which what? doesn't help. The no, situation. it doesn't. What the heck? He but is- he seems like a very like unaware person. Like he's just trying to be sincere and it's not working out for him because people read into what he's saying wrong no matter what. So it says Zack Snyder under fire for quoting Mussolini while promoting the Justice League digital release. Uh, And basically the quote says, if I advance, follow me. If I retreat, kill me. If I die, avenge me. So he's going to clip that now and he said, it is better to live one day as a lion than 100 years as a sheep. Too many like self-help books Do you, no, here. Do you remember when I said that he takes himself too seriously? Yes, I would media? say so. It's right on <laughs> brand. It's like for overly him, which sincere. Is fun. Yeah, I, but it's like who would have read that quote and immediately known that it was a Mussolini quote? It would have been different if if he had been like, as my personal hero and role model Benito Mussolini yeah. said. Right. Yeah. Don't say blah, that. Blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, and, and then it's a cyborg actor Ray Fisher was also dragged into the Rolling Stone report and responded by claiming that was nothing more than a contrived hit piece. Uh, Fisher has followed up denying that his team was contacted with sufficient time to issue response. Basically, they uh, the, the this lady asked him for like a response and then changed the deadline time. Uh, after the fact. Oh, uh, okay. He yeah. said he said nice try, but you cropped out the part of those email emails where you switched deadlines on my team. Yes. Trying to spin half furnished emails into a gotcha will get you nowhere. Yeah. Ooh, uh, he's raining your employees. This is embarrassing and amateurish. And it's just I'm more fascinated. Like I, said, I I take no sides on the matter because I enjoyed the Snyder cut of the movie. I appreciate the over the top sincerity and seriousness of his movies. Uh, like I said, how much longer is his cut? Four hours long. It's ba- it's basically wait, a TV wait, show. Wait, was the original? Uh, two and a half or, or two. That's two and a lot. Uh, no, it, it, is, it is. But the thing is, it's done in a way on Netflix where you can watch them in in chunks of four. So okay. it's like part one, part two, part three, part four. Sense. But I I enjoyed it. I I like it is over the top and overly serious. Like when you're done, like you do feel like I need to go watch a comedy special now to even this all out. Because it 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 gives <laughs> the energy of a vanity project yes. that wasn't cut down not because he's like trying to stay true to the product but because he's like not getting enough feedback on what's there's absolutely a bunch of shots where it's just people walking before an action that could have been cut down i don't but like i said if it's his thing for hbo max and they're also saying that like uh from what i heard the number was like he got he was given 20 million dollars to finish the special effects and it ended up being more like 70 million dollars but in a world where netflix wastes where these companies waste money on gazillions with spend millions of dollars on stuff that gets no traffic uh, and all you ever read about is stuff in trades of shows that get canceled, and you're like, I don't know what that show is, but okay. Thank you. Uh, this has got this gets widespread attention from a lot of people, and these characters are worth gazillions of dollars. It makes perfect sense to at least try to make it work, uh, and it's it has uh, kind of morphed into this weird thing where now everyone's asking for different cuts of movies. Like directors' cuts have always existed, always. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's like nine thousand cuts of Blade Runner. Really? There, there, yeah, there's like 9,000 cuts of Blade Runner, and it's impossible to find the original 
un-CGI ruined version of Star Wars, unless you have a VHS tape. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, they go down further here. And what I liked about this, um, the, the version, the, the write-up that was done by Bounding Into Comics is I can't tell what side they're taking, which I always appreciate. Yeah, I like that, yeah. Um, so it says, uh, they, they also said that he threatened, uh, was it Jeff Johns and John Berg, uh, because their names were attached to his cut. And Je- Jeff Johns is an old school, he's a comic writer for DC who is now uh, an executive over at DC with uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, same with John Berg. Uh, and the idea here is like they're they're saying like he threatened them uh, like to ruin their careers because like they wouldn't take their their names weren't taken off of his cut of the movie. Did he? Uh, I have no. I, like I said, I can't the, tell you for act sure whether of not taking their names off. Yeah. So it says. Uh, to, um, well, the let's go down here and I'll I'll find that part here. Uh, so they're talking about the drop in the hashing. It says, critics of the Snyder Cut movement have reason to expect that this was because they looked at trending patterns of the hashtag in the beginning, which boasted over a million tweets in a single day, but soon dropped off as new Snyderverse tags took their place. They're talking about the drop in, in traffic here. Uh, just look at the drop, uh, trending a million tweets a day for when they wanted the release of the Snyder Cut, and it dropped to 40,000 tweets within a day, uh, said an unnamed digital marketing executive. You don't see that type of drop or Organically. Mm. I can't speak to that. I don't know. Uh, but he says it's a, clapic, a classic example of weaponizing a movement, and I love the, hyperb- uh, the hyperbolic language. <laughs> All of the articles uh, have extremely so hyperbolic dramatic. language. dramatic. Taking themselves too seriously, yes. just like Zach. Um, and then I want to get down here to the... Uh, part where they talk about uh yeah it says uh okay so it says also they found communities on these platforms posting harmful content against (laughs) warner brothers executives and sarnoff toby emmerich walter hamada and producers jeff johns and john berg it's likewise said that snyder threatened to quote destroy johns and berg on social media because he didn't want their names attached to his cut of the film uh they were eventually called out for enabling joss whedon's unprofessional behavior during reshoots by cyborg actor ray fisher we talked about that earlier Mm -hmm. ray fisher did not like working with uh uh, joss whedon but from what i understand a lot of people now um you know charisma carpenter didn't like working with joss whedon michelle trachtenberg didn't like working with joss whedon he's he's very much uh, uh people seem to either love him or hate him like he can be very like uh, man childish and he's uh, as an artist needs to get his way, but he's the director. I can't speak to whether that's how that's... a lot of artists are. Yes. Uh, so I, I don't know. If it, d- does this seem like something where this is like there? It feels like the critics are trying to remake something out of nothing. Yes. 13% is not. Uh, I was expecting to see 60% of the traffic was fake. Well, so, it's sort of a, a, just a way to discredit any organic criticism. Yep. But you don't, you don't have to, you don't have the burden of proof when you say all of these accounts are, are bots because that's something that is impossible to prove or disprove unless you want to expose Twitter, which they don't want. So... It's. I think it's disingenuous. Yeah. And, and because, and then we have this one here. It says Amber Heard thought she was being trolled by bots during trial with Johnny Depp. New report says bots weren't the culprit. Uh huh. I mean, that was an ongoing thread throughout where her. her supporters were saying that bots were manipulating the conversation about the trial. Yeah. It's and therefore an manipulating out. the jury, which is a premeditated option for a mistrial. Yeah. And and it didn't work because that that wasn't even that never ended up being involved in why they wanted a, a mistrial that turned out to be that clerical error that they went after about 
you know, the wrong birth year being recorded for one of the jurors. They never brought up social media manipulation because it's not, it's unfounded. There's no facts behind it. As I like found out in person talking to one of these people who is convicted, like I'm sure she would die on the hill that bots were employed either by, I don't know, Johnny Depp's PR team or Johnny Depp's supporters or, um, I, I have no idea. Disney, <laughs> she she was adamant that uh, that bots were controlling the conversation about that trial, and it was in Johnny Depp's favor, and to uh, stoke like the flame of like hatred against yep. Amber Heard. But then there was no proof for do, that. Do you guys do, when? Do you guys remember when Elon Musk owned Twitter by proving that a huge percentage of the people on Twitter, the people on Twitter are actually bots? Yeah. To me, the fact that only 13% of the people who are pushing this are bots is actually mm. pretty impressive. Do, do, does the stuff like this, like either with Amber Heard and then with the Snyder Cut, maybe more with Amber Heard here because we've covered it more frequently, does it make you um, question your sanity and like how do you know what's organic and what isn't anymore? Like this is one of those things where I knew it was organic when I saw people who don't give a crap about stuff like this talking about Starbucks cups, tip cups with Johnny Depp's name and Amber Heard's name. And you wonder, like, is this all because some dude uh, employed a bunch of bots? Did, did you understand? If you're questioning how much that can shape public opinion yes. that seems organic once real yeah. people hold those opinions. That's a good point. Um, but that's makes- just a feature of the Internet. Yes. Like the viral nature of of a social media post whether or not the engagement with it is real it does emotionally manipulate people it's something that i'm con- that i think about constantly is like how much of like what you like i mentioned to you recently that uh changes to the instagram algorithm uh were giving me like a lot of content that i would never normally take the time to look at uh and it's just it kind of shows you how fragile uh, mm-hmm. And how easily manipulated your uh, your daily world view is. That's you- what Dane was saying. Is the these marketing strategists are saying people don't know what they want. Yeah. So you have to tell them yeah. what they want to see. Yeah. And they'll believe you. It's so it's like I'm getting all this content that I wouldn't normally get sent uh, that normally wouldn't get sent to me because the algorithm yeah. for me has been curated so specifically yeah. to my tailored interests. And that- when we say the algorithm, it obviously like depends on the platform we're talking about, but we don't even know what that refers to and it's probably not even that uh complex of of a structure. It's it's yep. literally just uh curating a, a timeline on on twitter for you but um i understand what you're saying that it's like jarring to remember that a lot of people see this many retweets or this many likes on a tweet and then that's literally how they they switch their opinions about that's a very things. common thing for people to like see like uh they'll post something they heavily disagree with and circle the amount of people that retweeted yeah. it and be like there's this many people that affirmed or that that they're like they can't believe that there's that many like if they disagree with it they're like i can't believe there's this many stupid people in the world and it gives you like a a, a jolt mm-hmm. of kind of anxiety and uh in depression you're like wow are there really that many dumb people in yeah the world? Th- there's that side of it and then yeah. if you agree with it you feel affirmed in it um, and like that, that isn't a 
fact that supports an argument. That's just confirmation bias, obviously. So it says uh, a new report from research firm Bot Sentinel uh, and reported by CBS claims that for the most part, trolls targeting Amber Heard and her defenders were not bots. I like how they're still trolls, though. Like, they're not actual people who disagree with her. That's what I'm saying. Bot is another, it seems, another pejorative term that you can just blanket place over all of the people that you don't want to have a say in a conversation. It's going to be used so to other people. Trolls, trolls and, you know, deplorables, all of the rest of these names NPC. all mean the same thing. NPC, yeah. We, like, even, even it, we use that. Of, like, yeah. I'm guilty of that. Yeah, exactly. Fully. So uh, it says that for the most part, the trolls targeting Amber Heard and her defenders were not bots. Instead, they were seemingly people that came together and organized against her, according to Bot Sentinel founder Christopher Boozy. Good. It's potentially understandable why Amber Heard might have believed that she was the target of bots because nobody could possibly disagree with her. That's a, that can't uh, be it. We've certainly seen online campaigns use bots to various ends in the past. Bot Sentinel examined more than 14,000 tweets that used four different viral hashtags, nearly a quarter of those accounts were only created in the last seven months and a fifth of them were dedicated to spamming. They are referred to as toxic trolls in the report. So the end result here is largely the same. It would have been if there had been bots. So the idea here is they're saying they're real people. They're just bad people. (laughs) We just don't like those people. Um, Well, the fact that they're all so darn brand new, actually being super new is an interesting way to kind of tell if someone is either a bad faith actor because they're dedicated to spamming and they may have gotten banned for that. Yeah. And somebody who might actually be somebody who might actually be a bot. I don't know if you guys recall, but there was actually a study. Facebook actually admitted to using their algorithm to manipulate people's moods. Oh, yeah, because uh, cause outrage, right? outrage causes the most clicks, which gets them the most ad revenue. Of course, we know this. But Twitter actually was using it to make people happier. It was using it to make people sadder. They were just kind of seeing what they were they could do. I was, they were experimenting people on people without their knowledge or consent. I was telling you that. I said, like, I felt like every once in a while, on Sundays, it would always be on Sundays, That's my so algorithm would be vastly, vastly different on Instagram. And the stuff that I was being shown would have nothing to do with the stuff I was interested in looking at. And it would always mm-hmm. be on the weekend. And it would always be for a day. It would be the same with their yes. advertising. Sunday would be like the variable they're changing. Is yeah. Your, Just yeah. Day of the and week. then right. the control is the rest of the week, your behavior on the app. It, it And people don't know this stuff. They, but like your every scroll, every direction of every scroll you do on a social media app is recorded by the app. Yep. Like and they know when you pause on to look at something. Yes. And where you are touching the screen. Right. That that information is recorded. All of it. I I noticed that like if I hold on a, if I'm scrolling through if I end up on a doom scroll through uh like reels uh like if I hold for too long I will start immediately getting more stuff like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. So then it makes you more frantic to scroll past something if you don't want to see more of it. But then you're thinking even less about what you're looking at. TikTok is one of the most uh, egregious as far as just being so obviously algorithm operated. Like, um, it does feel like you are interacting with a robot while you're scrolling on there because sometimes you'll come across something on your For You page that is literally viral for no reason. It could be a video of the most random, like, uninteresting thing ever and have like just insane engagement or like a weirdly high amount of likes compared to low comments or like low amount of likes compared to like a 
big and comment section. The algorithm. And no one asking why. And it's like they just randomly decided to boost a video that has nothing to do with people's interests because they're using it as like a control group for some, you know, social experiment they're doing. Your reality is not really your own reality as long as you're looking at your phone. It's true. It's and that terrifying. Is, that is profound. It's true. We think that we're in control of these and we're not. We're absolutely not. These are in control of us in ways we don't understand. And that's why Tim says stuff like Facebook knows when you poop, yep. which is a really interesting note because they do. They're like, oh, the phone. I'm not sure how precise they are with the location of like picking up and carrying your phone somewhere and then sitting down. Yep. But like the, the short length of time that you spend, they have such a feel for like the fact that they sent pregnancy ads to a teen who was pregnant before, I believe, before she even yeah. knew it was insane. Mm -hmm. That's insane. That's creepy. So, so reality is no longer reality as long as you're looking at your screen. It's why I, it's I've like made the quote behind you. The, the exactly repeating the, all the, technology ages. Yeah. The, um, it's one of those things where I, I've had, I've made videos about it, uh, for my Instagram for skating where it's like, there would be periods of time, usually on weekends when you're not busy with work and you just have more free time. Like I hate the weekends now sometimes because yeah, whether you like it or not, you're looking at your phone more than you should be. And I hate that. Like, I hate that that's something that I have to watch myself for. You have but, free time on the weekends, but, but, so but I, well, no, not marriage. <laughs> no, no super big responsibilities uh, no super like big, that. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, the idea that like you can doom scroll and get stuck and you don't really have a choice in the matter. And th there would be times where I would have to literally leave my phone at home and go skating because, or, or at least put my phone in my backpack and go skating because I need to get away from it because it's affecting my mood severely. And it would. It would vastly affect the way I was thinking, the way I was feeling. The best thing I ever did was getting off Facebook. Uh, yes, that, I love being off Facebook. It doesn't have to be scrolling. Yeah. Then you just watch two idiots talk with each other. And, <laughs> I and always thought that Facebook had the most potential because it's supposed to be the most related to people you no. know in real life no. and people you're related That's to. That's why they used it to do these experiments. Yep. Yeah. So you have a personal I'm connection not on there. to it. Oh, yeah, I'm off. I'm uh, off. Let's do Super Chats. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's time. Dizwiz said this one goes to Brett, the Brett and Butter of the show. Uh -huh. wow. It's that, true. I love it. And Shotgun. That would have been a great. Because he got the first Super Chat. That would have been a Thank great you. slogan. Ah, uh, the Brett and the Butter of the show. That if I ever, great. If I ever a solo podcast, this is what it'll be called. Brett and Butter. Yes. <laughs> and you just talk about like keto stuff. That'd be great anyway. <laughs> um, Benning, we hear the words heard Depp or Ezra soon. We did get heard. Well, you okay, didn't. only because you super chatted them and that. I had to read them out no, was, loud. No, we talked about Amber Heard. Okay, yeah. Plus, I had that, yes, it was relevant because I, I wasn't here to talk about Amber Heard. I was here to talk about bots. Amber Heard just happened to be relevant to talking about it's bots. Totally I'm sorry. Everyone who hates me is a bot. Right. Every in fact, in fact, yes. Hobbit, I think Hobbit is a bot because he wouldn't have said that. That's rude. I agree. Um, Caper two X said for Mary's tum and Alka Seltzer. Yeah, fun. you're too full of Chinese food. Yeah, that's very kind. Thank, Thank you. you. Nathan Settlemeyer said for Whew. you. Wait, what does that mean? For uh, you, Netflix is lame except the Witcher series. Um. Oh, money, money for, for you. you. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I, there's some stuff on Netflix that I like that aren't Netflix shows, but uh, most of that's licensed content, which we're going to yeah, get into had, in the next segment. Yes, Netflix we are. So long. F off said Netflix is lame other than The Last Kingdom. See, this is why people keep Netflix. They think Netflix sucks except, except for this singular this thing, thing that they watch and like. Things, when right. it's a monthly subscription, 
I'm sure that the thing you like doesn't come out on a monthly basis. There, there was a show that only got a couple of seasons that I really liked called Travelers. Um, oh, interesting. It was, a, it was a Canadian sci-fi show. It was very, very good. Oh, interesting. Uh, Caper 2X said, last place <laughs> I expected to hear from old Benito. Oh, Benito! <laughs> Our famous person. Crazy Benito. uncle Benito mm-hmm. Mussolini. Yep. Unknown said... Hashtag JL Oh Justice League snooze cut Look he's not wrong Four hours is absolutely insane There is a lot of time where I'm watching And I'm like okay We can keep keep moving here But if maybe it's partially My my own desire to kind of Spite Dane and like it anyways Because it has Ben Affleck (laughs) Batman uh, so Dane, sorry, you're wrong. Anything despite Dane is good. Yeah, opinion, so it, it could be that, but it's also like I said, if if you get stuck watching a bunch of crappy Marvel movies where they take themselves not seriously at all, a little bit of seriousness goes a long way to me. Got to mix it in really hard yeah. though. Uh, Mary Diaz said, "Just wanted to say y'all are awesome, Ooh. Lydia. Love your takes on IRL." Thank you. Mary, are you in the market for a rugged, independent Catholic <laughs> oh man? Oh, my. My brother is in his early 30s, a civil engineer and single. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Just send whole- that to pitches at timcast.com. <laughs> yes. This whole show is now becoming uh, people, people wanting to uh, pro- prostrate themselves before uh, either All Hannah Claire or, yeah, like, I'm I feel so like I'm, I'm being set up as some type of weird, matchmaker. like, matchmaker, and it's, uh, it makes me uncomfortable. Mary, frankly. you can actually send I'm that- the one who has to read it <laughs> hey mary this mm-hmm. lady can actually send that to spin the ufo at gmail.com and i will field that call for you oh okay that. great there you go <laughs> take it away you don't have to worry about it hobbit said <laughs> her dep name bet one yeah, yeah but uh the other guy Ezra, wasn't mentioned until you read the super chat right. so yes you gotta give us F off back. said not too sure your brother would feel great about Mary's name. Oh, Have yeah, you ever Mary's, been in Catholic circles? Literally half the girls are named Mary. <laughs> <laughs> um, the kilted carnivore said, I think that girl on Amber's side was employing bots. They always accuse their enemies of the crimes they commit. It's true. Weapons it's true. grade projection. It's I'm true. sure it was on so both bad. sides, as we Maybe, had yeah. talked about like multiple times. It's bad habit. Bad app said, Lids patch is sour. <laughs> Money shot. That was very rude. Thanks, guys. Yikes. I don't know what that means. Said good job, and a thumbs up. Thank you for that. Thank you. Fox. F off. Said. Someone said blank. Hell yeah. I just said it too, so it's it's fine. I don't think I'm the one they're looking to say. We don't have to. Thank you. Unavailable ID name said the TikTok creators know because they've got names for the communities like Book Talk. Cat talk, ADHD talk. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, yeah. The, the, ADHD talk. I like that. Gym talk is very popular. Like, there's, yeah, there's, uh, yeah. there's a yeah. lot of talks yeah. at uh, <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. Sort of like black Twitter yeah. or like all these different circles. Liberty on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Wild. Hobbit. Liberty said, Twitter. Just yeah, like how many, or how lefty millennials can only reference Harry Potter and Handmaid's Tale. <gasps> Pop culture crisis can only reference That's Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, and Ezra Miller. That is correct. Everything must fit into those three people or else we don't want to talk about it. It will. Uh, That's just the relevant <laughs> pop culture of the day. It's just a phase. Uh, and the sad thing is Ezra Miller's got uh, the movie coming out next year, so it's only going oh, to grow. Though I do imagine that the Johnny Depp stuff will fade. Uh, Amber Heard's got Aquaman yeah. coming out. but the, I think that Ezra Miller story is evergreen. Yeah, as we've unfortunately, because it, it's in the worst evolving. way possible. Millennials yeah. causing trouble. F off said, "I don't use Netflix. Take that back. Plus, I don't trust <laughs> things that come out once a month." Good point. 
Oh, ooh. Uh, also, like your dad. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I also I want to talk like uh, I don't know the what I'm saying the, the interesting thing about the what he what they said about the Johnny Depp Ezra Miller like and only being able to reference those things. You think it's partially because of like just the sheer amount of content that gets put out that it's you're bound to cover that stuff multiple times. Like you're just not going to be able to get away from certain things when they're news relevant that often. Like I got angry having to cover like in the beginning I was angry? like I, I was like I was like, I was like you I'm really so thought you were gonna just weasel your way out, out of that I didn't want to cover it nope. but that's funny but that's happen. hilarious give the people what they want exactly. of course and they want Amber Heard <laughs> Nathan Koss <laughs> said simp culture crisis correct basically embrace it's it it's becoming one that's Roll for with sure it. it's Basi- great basically, basically. <laughs> all right so we are gonna move on we've got Netflix news and uh, I know we just got some people crapping on Netflix it's and a rightfully. It's kind of like Guys Today I looked at my bank account Like I'm trying to keep Really tight control Of our finances right now And I saw a charge From Netflix And I was like WTF I haven't had Netflix In months But they charged me again So wish me luck they they've been they want to make it literally impossible to I cancel know, your subscriptions. But I logged on and it's like, oh, you cancel this, uh, restart this, and it, I was like, no. It's like words uh, go away. It's like when you try to cancel an Amazon Prime subscription, oh, no. and it's like it'll ask you if you're sure like ten thousand times, and it like moves the sure button to the corner it's of the like screen around, so you can't like, see it. <laughs> like it's, it's done on purpose. They, they do that on purpose. It's like you want to buy something, you can buy like a rocket ship with one. And then click, Amazon is like, you know, I'm gonna hurt myself if you. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Can you so unsubscribe from Amazon Prime? Are you sure? Yeah. I don't think you really want to do that. So it says Netflix loses 970,000 subscribers, but forecasts uh, 1 million gain in the next quarter. So uh, that is them. Uh, that is the media, the shill media kind of uh, giving them the benefit of the doubt and covering for them a little bit. They expected 2 million to quit. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yes. so in quarter one, they were expecting a growth of 2.5 million and ended up losing 200,000. Oh, wow. In quarter two, they're like, we better not make a projection we're like that make again. That mistake again. And <laughs> so I think that they <laughs> overestimated and were like, yeah, we're going to lose a lot. We're going to lose like 2 million. And I think they probably knew pretty close to. Because they're one. looking down the line to frame their loss as somehow a win. And right? that's what Which they is do what here. Doing. Exactly. And that's what they do here. So it says during the first quarter when Netflix lost. 200,000 subscribers and spurred Wall Street and Hollywood to reevaluate the economics of the streaming business. The company warned that it expected to lose an additional 2 million subscribers in quarter two. Really, like, rip that band-aid off before it even, before it even develops right. a scab. Get out in front of it. Uh, though the quarter ended still with a net loss in subscribers, the streaming giant is projecting that it will add 1 million subscribers in quarter three. So, like, Babe Ruth calling his shot to right field uh, to hit a home run. They're saying, we're going we're gonna to gain this many. Now, to be fair, they still have 220 million subscribers. Tw- 220 million. That's too many. 220.67. No their nose, uh, obviously. Like, that's, that's billions and billions of dollars at 1549 a month. That's why I feel like they don't care about the quality of the content, because yep. people just subscribe to these things and forget about it. Yep. Yeah, or it's like a quit. utility bill <laughs> so at this point. So it says revenue hit nine point seven point nine seven billion for the second quarter, representing roughly eight percent year over year growth, in part due to a strong U.S. dollar. I'm not an economist, sorry, so what? I don't know what that means. Uh, I, like, when I read stuff like that, I assume that I'm taking it out of context and I'm not understanding what they're saying because I don't know where anywhere in the world where the dollar is strong right now. But I, like I said, I'm not. I'm actually saying I don't know if that's supposed to be interpreted differently. Uh, but the you know that's like saying you know 
I, I don't know what that's like saying. It's but it's not true. Um, well, they are saying uh, the gas prices are just absolutely plummeting right now. Are they to, to already what? down fifty cents? A whole fifty cents. Here we go. Get ready. So it says. Uh, so it says. Uh, um, so according to this is from a Netflix letter to shareholders. Well, net income landed one point four four billion. So income that that doesn't mean profit though, right? Income doesn't mean profit. Uh, yeah, it's not. No, that's like a net amount, I believe. So it says uh, by region, Netflix showed the most loss in the U.S. and Canada. I wonder why. Uh, despite major English language series like Stranger Things in and Reed Hastings basically says, like, Netflix, you are lucky because Stranger Things Season 4 saved your frickin' life, which is why they expanded it and made it two parts so that right. they had to keep people subscribed for two months. That's insane. Uh, which is, uh, think about this. Like, I, what was it? Like 11,000 people work for Netflix? Yeah. That's yeah, compare people. that to, you said they have 220 million subscribers. Yes. And if they lose a couple hundred thousand of them... Now we're yeah close to a million of them. Still a very small fraction of the total. Um, you will fire literally like hundreds of those people who are making all of that possible as compensation for that. Also, it's like I I, I know in corporate culture they'll 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 cut departments for not making enough profit. Yep. Right. Like Obviously. it's not about just making profit. You have to make you have to show like high-end profit otherwise the that venture is deemed unreliable or, or, or un, unworthy of their time it sounds to me like netflix is being too nice to their employees yeah. and too generous like yep. that's gonna it's be a not, problem for i them. think it's not their employees i think they need to stop funding bad projects that's to an platform idea. like we talked about with the russo brothers the other yeah. day they said like amazon and these companies because they're like uh, they're hands off like they're like here's some money go make a movie go do things like, not they, that netflix employees are like you know the heroes of this situation. No, no, we do not. Uh, <laughs> Certainly not. So, and they talk about that strategy here, where they talk about. So it says uh, Netflix went into overhaul mode. The streamer implemented several rounds of layoffs, with the most recent resulting in the loss of 300 staffers. And they also cut like a like a pop culture like news department that they had that nobody had ever heard of. Not their pop culture uh, crisis. The, no. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like How dare they? their very own Mary uh, and Brett got fired. Scrappy go getter oh, pop culture R.I.P. News fanatic. <laughs> So it says, uh, which amounted to seventy million in severance costs. Uh, was that you that was talking about on there, like about how like Twitter employees like, just don't go to work? Like, yeah, that sounds like, like Twitter. People, no, they stopped completely. Yeah. They're just their like, headquarters yeah. is a ghost town. It is like, a ghost no town. No one works there. Yeah, They're like, we take like a month off, then, yeah. like for for my mental health. So like a court. Also, don't you guys think it was weird that like Twitter had a big stockpile of like ventilators? What? That's interesting. Before I didn't see that. that. Okay. I would believe it. So, seventy million in severance costs, and reevaluated its film strategy to focus on fewer but better projects. Which That's they a good have, idea. I've yeah. literally been <laughs> championing that? that idea since twenty sixteen, or at least smaller projects that cost less. It's not to make. like a revolutionary no, idea not. that <laughs> you would place quality of the content over quantity. But <laughs> I feel like they they're just like throwing bleep at the wall and seeing what sticks so they're moving away from low budget fare and fast tracking its adoption of an advertising supported system here by partnering with <gasps> oh my gosh we hit it thank oh, you happy 
Thank you guys nice. very Thank much. You guys. Thank you. Love it. Um, this this kind of goes along. There was an article that I wanted to cover the other day that we just I couldn't find a place for with a, a woman, a director named Jane Campion, who talked about how she felt that Netflix's uh, problems, like the way that they're going with uh, making smaller pr- or like less projects but bigger budgets, she said that's a problem because let now like a lot of like voices won't be heard. Okay. And I said, well, a lot of voices don't make money, and that's yeah. that's that's the problem here. At the end of the day, your goal is to make money. I'm sorry. I know capitalism sucks or whatever, but it's like if you're not making money for your company, what is their motivation for keeping you? This actually still is like a, a hierarchy of value. Yeah. So so so, so they're going to move to that. And also one of the most interesting things I found about this is they're moving to an ad supported tier. Right. right? They're capping Yikes. their their they've they've capped their their content spend at 17 billion, which is what it's been the last couple of years. Uh, Disney is like dwarfing that right now. Uh, with content spend, but so they've kept their content spend. They're not overindulging. They're past what they were before, but their 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 ad supported tier isn't going to have all the stuff. So there's stuff that won't be a value, like stuff that won't be available ad tier. I, I thought they trashed the idea of doing an ad tier. No, they're still they're still going to do an ad tier. Uh, okay. So it's a, so Netflix supported ad tier will have better economics than ad free ones, says CEO Greg Peters. Uh, and basically they talk about, it. says, we know there's some price sensitivity around consumers, he said. When we run the models in and, and talking to our members and advertisers to Microsoft, we look at the monetization that is, a com- that is a complement to the subscription part of the offering. And we're quite optimistic that the unit economics would make the monetization equal or maybe even better than it would if, uh, the, than the comparable ad-free model. So they're saying that charging less for ads... Uh, like for an ad-free model will end up working out for them because they'll make the money off the advertising, right? Uh, and, and the idea here is is that they're not going to have everything else available there. So there will be content oh, yeah. that you can't get ad-free. That's Like, because they're going to license out stuff. Basically, like, the idea is to go back to buying from other studios. Like, you make the show. We'll license it out, but we'll only license it for ad tier, not for ad-free. At some point, what are you expecting? That the top tier subscribers on netflix are paying like what fifty dollars a month maybe like the direction we're going in the cost is just i, like, I would through the roof yep it says how do they expect to get away with that uh it says obviously the uh the tier will be available will, will be able to include all of netflix's original series but the streamer still licenses a large amount of content from the u.s stu- from u.s studios and international distributors and is in talks with these partners about making some of those shows available so you wouldn't necessarily get all of the shows on ad tier. That's insane. Right. Like the whole point of going to ad tier is that That's you, almost like you, here's your free yeah. trial. Yeah. That does sound like a free trial. I think <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Today, your paid free trial. Says Enjoy. today the vast majority <laughs> of what people watch on Netflix, we include that in the ad supported tier. Sarando said uh, on, uh, on the earnings call. There's some things that don't and we're in conversation with the studios on. So you'll only get like the it's just really funny. Like this is I think a lot of this conversation around the current and like worsening recession conditions is about like people pretending it's not happening. Right. And this is. Pretending it's not happening. I also want to ask if, like, we just recently covered Comic-Con is reintroducing mask mandates and requirement of... They're coming uh, back. Yes. I want to know Mm -hmm. if companies like Netflix are lobbying to continue these things uh, to make this go on longer so they can make more money. That's a great question. Uh, If I was a a lobbyist for Netflix and I'm like, do I want people to be able to go back outside again? Not really. 
I want people to be stuck inside with nothing to do so they have to watch That's Stranger right. Things season four and talk about Kate Bush like they've never heard Kate Bush before again. Right. Seriously. For the first Honestly, time in history. if you're a teenager, you probably have never I heard. Know. It's, uh, my my favorite Bush. was like, uh, I was like, I got into an argument. Like the, uh, of all the things to get into an argument with people on is I was like the placebo version of that song of the song running up that hill is better. And somebody got really mad at me <laughs> for saying so that. Funny. They're like the chromatic version, chromatics version of that song is the best. I'm like, Oh, shut up. Okay. Just calm down. Just not, be quiet. Like, stop. Like, I'm kidding. I like people, man. People. So, but, but I am right. The placebo version of running up that hill is better than the Kate Bush version. I like version. that lady Don't at well, me. People are going to be mad at Don't you. Don't at me. So uh, $17 billion spent on content. They just spent $250 million, no, $200 million on the Gray Man, which I'm very excited to see. Uh, and I don't know where they go because they're too busy worrying about the subscriber growth. Uh, and if they're going to make a million back, where does that come from? Do you remember um, when, <laughs> to, to quote my role model and hero, Greta Thunberg. Uh, remember <laughs> we love her here. Uh, we do love, we love she her said, here. Like, we love you. Uh, so I, I don't remember her exact verbiage, but like she was talking about these executives of large corporations who have like delusions of never ending profits. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that the ceiling is that there is no ceiling. There is yeah. A ceiling. To like take that idea uh, and like bring it to this conversation. It, it fits perfectly. Yeah. They, they are delusional. Well, I guess the, the idea is the models. They can't ever just be like, okay, we've reached the peak. Now we just have to stay here. The idea is that you have to continue to grow. There right. is no peak. Right. But they always have to do it at the expense of someone else, yep. which is like the people paying. Yeah, that's a good point. It actually is a little bit Literally. of a zero-sum zero game. Yeah. So it says the exec stress that COVID costs, which have inflated total spending recently, are way down. So imagine like just building a set, right? Building mm -hmm. a set takes uh, lumber. Uh, just building... Sets People were to talking make, about lumber prices for a while. Yeah, too. like long before. Yeah, all they were stuff. really way high. Yeah. So, so uh, I just don't know where they end up going from here. But the, it says, yeah. So uh, I want to find the one from. There was one from the guy, uh, the Reed Hastings. Yeah, he says he praises Stranger Things for basically saving them in the in this quarter. Like, which means like I know that they got like one season left. If that if those are renegotiable contracts, those stars need to like get in. Now yeah, and be they're, like they're gonna make it into like friends. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, like e even the timeline of the show is going to extend into the 1990s, and they're gonna the be just yeah. young adults. That's gonna be interesting. Like so, and then yeah, friends. I can see it. Streaming is working everywhere. Everyone's pouring in. The CEO, the co-CEO, said Tuesday following the company's second quarter results. It's definitely the end of linear television over the next five to ten years. So very bullish on streaming, Hastings added in his last prediction over the death of broadcasting networks. So is that very true? Bullish. Is that true? Do, do you think? Uh, I think sports alone keeps uh, people watching regular TV. Boomers and sports will keep people watching regular TV. Yeah. Gosh, but how? For how long? I don't know. Uh, until the until the boomers all die off. Off, yeah, well, I, I bet there are a lot of young people who still watch people sports. No, no, yeah. I, no, I'm saying, yeah. yeah, but you can watch it on like ES, like you can buy packages that allow you to do that sure. through streaming now. They may be smarter about that than your dad just being like, where's, what channel's the game on? But then also like to say non-linear, like as if that reflects streaming, yeah. it's as we were saying on a recent episode that doesn't make sense anymore because they're releasing things in the same linear timeline that cable television shows would, where yeah. they make you wait in between episodes. 
So I, I don't, uh, I think that they set those expectations high to make it a million, like we're going to lose this many subscribers so that they can say that we only lost oh, 970. Oh, yes, we're doing great. So, so if they, if they gain, if, if they're, if they're model. Is tripping on their shoelaces. So if the idea here is that they guessed high, like they guessed high on how many they were going to lose so that it would look better when they lost less. Do you think that they guessed low on their next quarter or, prediction? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I don't even know if they are that calculated. I think they are. I, I How think do you know? I'm no like economist, but like there's an, it's impossible to know what's going to happen. I feel like it's possible to know a little bit. Like they predicted they, they would lose some people and they were correct. Now they over predicted so that I think in the hopes that they could be like, they were like, oh, we'd never lose two now, million. If this influences investors, I thought it also like would be illegal to intentionally mislead the about investors yeah. about the future of the company, which is what we are alleging they did. They possibly did right. by overestimating the loss. Uh, here's that quote. I, I wanted to go through this one more time. It says, Today, the vast majority of what people watch on Netflix, Netflix, we can include in the ad-supported tier today. There, there are some things that we don't, uh, that we don't, that we were, uh, that we were in in conversation with the studios on. They said in in twice. But if we launch the product today, the members in the ad tier have a great experience, and we uh, and we will clear some additional content, but certainly not all. Uh, but certainly not all. So we are looking, uh, but we don't think that it's a material holdback to the business. So the ad tier thing seems like a mess to me. Yeah, like it does. Woo, like the whole thing. You. Thank you. Uh, the the wires got crossed. It's shooting both. It's shooting I love both. it. Uh, <laughs> they're getting bit more bang for their buck. I you know? love it. Um, it's a value show. Common sense money gun control. I yeah. would say that every time. <laughs> right. uh, so I, I might actually like. Check out the the thing is like I might check out the ad tier just to see what it's like and then like see if I can. Yeah, you just, love ads. No, I do this <laughs> uh, just to see what it's like to see what's there and what isn't when it comes out. I also saw something I recently. I don't want you to lose your mind. Yeah, I don't <laughs> take it easy there, bro. I also saw something recently that said that Amazon Prime finally got like a like a, a facelift on on their app and but it's not doing that for mine on my Roku. Uh, like, it's annoying. like it's apparently different now. You need to update but, it. Like, yeah, I don't what know. What was changed? Like they said, it's icon based now rather than list based. So I don't, I don't know if that means I finally don't have to worry about like when I click on a picture of a show, I'm not just looking at the picture of season two and not the whole show, <laughs> oh. which makes Brilliant. no sense. Brilliant. Like why about? they do yeah, that? So it's that fun. is so. <laughs> it's like oh, I love the show Grimm. I don't want to watch just the the season four. I want to watch the whole thing. Watch I, season eighteen. Yes, that seems like a good place to start. Thanks, everyone. So super Chats. Oh, yeah. The Kilted Carnivore said Lids should have her bank do a charge back to Netflix so they refund it and charge Netflix yes. $35. I'm Is it really $35? It costs a lot. Yeah, it costs a lot. If you That's refuse insane. to make a payment, if you're like, this is unfair, I canceled my subscription, they do have to charge it back and it costs the company money. So, Bad up said PCC <laughs> and chill. It's the new, it's yes. The, it's the new the Netflix big new and thing. chill. Well, <laughs> Tina said he wants to be like Netflix, so that's that makes perfect we sense. We have much better content we on do. pop culture crisis. Just there saying. is no cuties and no never uh, will no. be never uh santos chavez said i canceled my disney hulu and netflix i got tired of supporting horrible content Smart. i think that's where a lot of people are at disney is the one to me that like every time i'm like who the hell wants to none of it is good 
Not right. really. Like, I don't want to watch the, the Netflix Marvel shows that were on Netflix first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just because it means I'm now supporting Disney even more directly than I already was. And I don't want to do that either. Yeah, get I me it. out of there. I hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this isn't a super chat, but Waffle Sensei said in reference to Netflix's pop culture news department, their wannabe PCC That's department. right. That's yeah. correct. We didn't do it first, but we're doing it better. Yes. <laughs> Thousand Foot Defense said, for Brett, Babylon B headline, Netflix loses 1 million subscribers, leaving 10 million people wondering why their Netflix login doesn't work <laughs> exactly. anymore. Exactly. There's problems. problem. The Babylon B has been hitting nothing but home runs lately. I love uh, that. They had an Ilhan Omar one today that just absolutely made my day. Uh, go, go! Oh my look gosh, that. that was so good. You said that uh, with the Slack, right? It, yes, it's it's incredible. Saint <laughs> Miles said, after hearing Lids talk about her Netflix account not being canceled, I had to go back to their website and double check that it was still canceled and closed. Yes, woo! Everyone, go double check. <laughs> it's, it, it, also, just the fact that you can't cancel on the app that you have to do it on the freaking website. Right on really Netflix. Annoying. Oh you can't, yeah, like you had like uh, there was a time That's when sneaky. I was literally so poor. That I could afford like one, like I couldn't afford any of them, but I, I, I would choose a day not to, a couple days not to eat to have like a streaming platform for a month, right? And it's like you go to cancel Netflix on your phone because you're watching on your phone mm-hmm. and it won't let you. You of have to go to the freaking website. Rude. It's insane. Uh, Chris Yon said, first time checking you guys out. Dig it so far. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for, will, thanks for stopping by. We, uh, we aim to please. <laughs> Hobbit said, I'm not sure what we're talking about. Chat is wild. I don't know what we're talking about. I love it. What are we talking about? What's the chat talking about? Chat is great. I haven't been able to pay (laughs) attention. Chat is great. 970,000 subscriber loss, uh, revenue down, expecting to do better in the next (laughs) quarter, ad tier is stupid, uh, and it's impossible to cancel your Amazon Prime membership. One One of the chats just said, Really, Mary? And I have no I idea know what, what they were saying the really to, but it's so funny. <laughs> In relation yeah, to, really? I bet you it's <laughs> Whatever about, it was, yes. yes. Maybe they didn't sense the sarcasm in the Greta Thunberg thing. Oh, yeah. Oh. Your favorite person? Our Lord, first Dude. Benito Mussolini and now <laughs> oh Greta gosh. Thunberg. This podcast is wild. <laughs> They're really just got an, downhill. an unlikely, iconic duo. <laughs> Greta Thunberg oh and Benito Mussolini. Oh, yeah. Somebody needs to Photoshop a picture of them together. They would be unstoppable as a they dictator. Would. I had, yeah. a, I had yeah. an idea. They would be on the same page. <laughs> For if if Tim Cast ever does a meetup again, I want that I want that famous picture of uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and uh, and uh, Epstein where they're hugging. Yeah. And I want it done as like a cardboard cutout stand up, and the faces are cut out, and everyone can put their faces <laughs> oh, on no, it. No, 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 <laughs> maybe not. That is an idea, Brett. I don't know if it's a good one, but it's it a is fantastic idea. An idea. Uh, F off said I'm waiting for VOD to be the main way to watch new movies. That was the only thing I loved about the pandemic. Um, like Black Widow took like a 68% drop in second week and they had an ad. They had like a, a VOD version of it. You had to be $30 to watch That's it at ridiculous. home. Ridiculous. A Black did, Widow? Yeah, they did day and date release for that. Like HBO oh, HBO Max so in 2021 dumb. did all their movies. Literally the same cost as I going remember to that. the theater. Yeah. So HBO Max did day and date for all their releases. So Godzilla vs. Kong, Tenet, all the movies that came out. You could either go see it in a theater with a bunch of like terrified you know, people, people who are scared of who, COVID. Who, who are, or, people who are terrified. People who are terrified. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, was say boomers, money. but I don't think the boomers no, were going back. They're not even. Yeah. We just we we didn't start saying boomers until Top Gun Maverick came out. Literally, the only <laughs> thing that could get them out of their fear was just 
America. It broke that, that, that final glass ceiling. It worked for everyone. We Let's love be real. it. Or that final plexiglass. Yeah. <laughs> to watch that. I need to go see that uh, movie. Uh, Russell Thander um, sent 100 of a currency that I don't recognize, oh, but out. I hope still raised the meter. Saying, I have seen huge hit pieces and attacks on Snyder even before Snyder Cut, claiming that he's an alt-right or white nationalist, even though he's pretty liberal. He is a a boilerplate. Sometimes they say, oh, it's not him, but it's his toxic fan base that's the real problem. And and if you don't denounce them, then you're kind of agreeing with them. There there was a lot of stuff talking about, like, uh, look at the way he dressed Wonder Woman and all of the Amazonians in their armor. It's so hypersexualized. Look at the way he dressed those women is the new, like, look at the way she dress is yes. like the new victim blaming. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, those were Indian rupees for the record. I looked it up. That's oh, really? Okay. Oh, thank you. That's Interesting. awesome. So, so Sni- it is funny because Snyder is very much just your typical Hollywood liberal dude who just who just happens to make serious movies and they're like we and can't. takes himself a little too seriously. Okay, a little too seriously. He's like he doesn't like he doesn't make jo- like I hate jo- I hate like for a guy who made a show that I absolutely Josh love Sweden. like Firefly and Cringe. Dollhouse, which are two of my favorite shows of all time I cannot stand what his influence on cinema has been which is that everything is snark nothing Mm -hmm. can be taken overly seriously everything has to be yes queen slay oh my god you you totally roasted him they talk like they're on twitter what if we had someone who is between joss whedon and Zack snyder why is that so complicated uh i I was talking about there there was a show called dark angel starring jessica alba in like 2000 and i was i was it was i was absolutely it was a james cameron's only television show that he ever did only time he ever did television and you Mm -hmm. uh, you hear jessica alba talk in the show and she's not like she she has snarky moments but it's part of her character. She's right. like a mutant that can beat up anyone. So it has all the ass queen yeah. slay, <laughs> but she's also vulnerable oh. uh, and, and d- isn't allowed to just win all the time. She's and then character. contrast that with like Jamila Jamil. Oh my gosh. She-Hulk. Cringe. Blows my mind. Yeah. So. Anyway. Next. Uh, let's see. St. Miles said actuaries calculate. Is What is Losses. What is that? Calculate losses, losses for insurance companies. Through math and accuracy has held to 88%. If the insurance companies don't cover a business, it's a red flag. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm. Like how I said, like, losses, like, that was the word that you were wondering <laughs> That's what That's the word you're not, struggling not with, not actual, actuaries. Like, actuaries. Actuaries. <laughs> I, I'm an idiot. I think losses. we got losses. <laughs> actuaries <laughs> is fine. I'm an idiot, guys. It's fine. Uh, what does that word mean? An actuary is somebody who does uh, important stuff for companies involving money. There you go. There's my definition. Not an accountant? Uh, no, they're like. Uh, isn't that a guy who like uh, like know. insurance Business? actuaries like like do like figure out what your risk is? Yes, for a they company? manage risk and uncertainty. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary Diaz says, "Lydia, I'll use the UFO email for my <laughs> do brother. It. I won't. Do it. If Mary's uncomfortable, he wouldn't want that. He's a gentleman. Okay, he can speak for I'm, himself. I'm the filter. Yeah, that is some fantastic uh, um, wingmanning that this. you're doing here, Mary Diaz. <laughs> you're Thank a good you. sister, I think." She also asked, is the jobs email still open or is that one dead too? Uh, so I have no idea. Jobs is open. Pitches is not. I don't take pitches. I have a motto. I won't say it here. It's not family friendly, but it rhymes with pitches. Don't send pitches. Do pitches get stitches? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I'm going to start sending like really funny spam to the pitches email. Do it. <laughs> it's close. Under so my name. It oh, it doesn't matter. Probably yeah, don't use so the close. jobs email though. Yeah, no, don't use the jobs email to send it to pitches. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. 
Uh, pursuing Paranormal said, can we talk about how woke the Orville is now? I hear terrible things. I know Tim has talked Don't heavily know. about the, yeah. about the um, detransitioning, right? Was that the, oh, yeah, the, the episode that. Uh, about that? that. The um, and I know that uh, the creator of the show like ragged on Fox after they left Fox. So, oh, sure. You're welcome um, to do that. Bad App said, how does it feel that a stream of poultry has more subs than you nerds get mrs peckingham for a guest yes it, don't tell me that's a i don't know the names of the chickens but it doesn't matter it's a chicken and will sad boy tim ever make a cameo on pcc uh not if you call him sad boy. one definitely one not. thing i wanted to do that one of the one of the skit ideas i had for the vlog was one where i plot to uh take out uh, roberto jr because I'm jealous of how many subs Chicken City has. Yes, uh, and I I'm, love and I'm, it. And I'm, and I'm, and I like I'm, that plot. And I'm angry and I'm rageful at the fact that these chickens pull more viewers than us. But you know what? <laughs> I they have come it. to terms with it. the chickens. In fact, I helped stop a uh, we helped stop a raccoon from oh. Uh, getting oh, in good. there. Oh, good. Yeah, because they'll reach in through the wire and. Pop their heads so yeah, you know horrible. what? As far as I'm concerned, those chickens owe us their lives. They're so your really, friends. Yeah, they're your it's just like now. it's just like Bucko. Bucko is all big and tough until he needs to eat, and then he's, and then he's, he's crying like a baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was Seven a.m. this morning. I'm like, bad <laughs> uh, app. I'm not reading that. No, I'm giving you executive privilege to uh, not read that one. Thank you for said. your funds, bad app. I fit has similar canceling problems and after canceling they'll call you and make you verbally confirm that you want to leave. Oh, are you Please. sure? That's honestly intrusive. It's yes, I'm sure. Intrusive. Are you <laughs> sure you didn't come to this in error? <laughs> are you sure? But you then you that? buy like you you spend like $2000 one night drunk after uh, after some event and then they're like, "I'm sure you meant to buy uh mm-hmm. buy that." Sure, yeah. Uh, Bill the Butcher said, rumor is Mary owns three dragons and they are chained in Tim's basement. You've never been seen in the same room as Daenerys. I'm just saying. That is very true. (laughs) Also, um, as far as Tim being on here, like, I I don't think he has enough time. uh, (laughs) This is his free time, guys. Give a man a break. He's he's usually out skating around. He's just doing his thing. And to be fair to me, it's like one of the things that I've found that I like about this is that we've been able to kind of build this audience. on our own yeah be i our love own that thing, and, and yeah. i love that hmm. we love you guys you <laughs> i've off said it might have been about another mary <laughs> mary we have about thirty-five thousand marys in chat right now tread lightly <laughs> no, there right? it's a lot of marys are there that many i think there's only a couple <laughs> there's quite a i saw a few i've seen like really? three now yeah it's we're, crazy we're gonna unite and be an army of marys nice. i just want a bunch of lydia thank you Woo! <laughs> Uh, unavailable ID name said, I work in CC processing. Chargebacks are way more expensive than people think for the Heck bank. And yeah, company. they are. Let's do it, Lydia. Do it. I'm going for it. We're out before five. I'm <laughs> Take on Take a it. stand. I will. I will. Dizwiz said, does my weird currency affect the PCC That's meter? South Korean. Yes, I looked it, it up. Yes, it does. It does. Um, <laughs> it has something to do with how it's translated in the, in the program that we run. Um, but it does it affect works. the yeah, meter, right? I, I don't know if it... It probably rounds it up. Because it's like one and a half dollars, then yeah. it just gives you like two dollars worth. It's got something to do with the programming that Chris I mean, had to do. To Chris make would know. All yeah, we should ask possible. Chris. Yeah, yeah. We, when your currency started coming in, we had to resolve 
that question. Like, what is this? Yeah. So it's not weird. It's, it's, it's not, not weird. weird. It's just it's different. It's just a different country. Yeah. We love all cultures. We are here. very, very inclusive here. Of all different currencies, yes. Uh, of, <laughs> oh, yeah. of all your money. Of all of your money. Yeah. Just be uh, honest, cynical. Guys. It's just cynical. <laughs> it's true. Move on. All Move right, on. All right. Hobbit said, Mary, Mary cast. Many Marys in chat. Hashtag, Hashtag Mary Army. Yes. I um, love it. I love that. Never too many Marys. Secret Mary convention. Ooh. All the tell Marys us more. <laughs> um, do we have any more? Caper 2X says the Orville is superb, oh. but it has tw- uh, 2022 mores. Like morals. Means. Yeah. Uh, mores, maybe they mean. Yeah. Like a uh, eel. All right. So I want to move on. I do want to talk about this is the best topic we have today, ladies and gentlemen. I am stoked. Uh, Are you are you excited? Stoked on this. Okay, so guys, (laughs) um, in in a recession, uh, we are now in a recession uh, in an age where we're talking about, you know, how what are you going to do for a living? Um, Going to college just doesn't seem like the right thing to do anymore. But I could be wrong. Because right now, if you really, really wanted to, you could take a college course in uh, Harry Styles' masculinity. I appreciate the quotation marks. And you, yes. <laughs> like Dr. Louis Dean Valencia, could be an associate professor of digital history. Whatever uh, that means. Uh, whatever what? the hell that so, means. So I want you to remember this. You know, we're not political here, but every time people are like, I want you to pay off my student loans and I want student loan forgiveness, <laughs> just remember that the person who is likely asking for student loan forgiveness took a cor- at least one course mm-hmm. like this. So yes. I'm, I'm trying to go off about this. Basically, Texas State University is offering a course called Harry Styles and the Cult of Celebrity Identity, the Internet, and European Pop Culture huh. starting in spring of next year, and students are going to be enrolling for it this fall. And we have this flyer for it that describes the course. It's focused on... British musician Harry Styles, popular European cult and popular European culture to understand the cultural and political development of the modern celebrity as related to questions of gender and sexuality, race, class, nation and globalism, media, fashion, fan (laughs) culture, Internet culture and consumerism. So clearly this is just a wide span of expertise for your future career path. I want to know what boy bands. Right. What <laughs> job? Like if somebody comes to you and says, "I couldn't get a job out of college." Well, what did you major in? I majored in Harry Styles. I majored. Okay. In well, they're Harry they're literally Styles. leaning into the underwater basket weaving, yes. lesbian dance theorying. We were just making stereotypes. Said that, which I like. I don't mean to. <laughs> like trash all education obviously education is important but um no you know what we're we're wrong we're uncultured swine and harry styles is absolutely just the pinnacle of of highbrow art where does this skill set translate to the real I world. think okay before we even what is the start, skill set anyway we need to show set. the TikTok of <laughs> okay. the professor because the yeah. professor is almost more interesting in this story because he is going on a complete so. ego trip with his press junket about yeah, this let's course go. All right, let's... so it is official I am teaching a class on Harry Styles um, it's jarring, huh? you might have yeah. seen something no about good. it on social media so kind of to give you an idea <laughs> The class is called Harry Styles and the Cult of Celebrity. And the idea of the class is that we're really just going to look at the history of the last 12 years. 
So starting with Harry's uh, first <laughs> introduction to the world stage, and kind of think about not just reading his favorite books, um, things like Murakami and Watermill and Sugar. Uh, we're going to look at some Richard Brodigan poetry, which. Um, maybe see some of the stylistic influences. It sounded like you said erotomanic no, sugar, not <laughs> watermelon sugar. And also just learn more about the things that he is passionate about. So thinking about issues of sexism, queer phobia, racism, gun control, and a slew of other topics that we'll get into. <laughs> but really the class is meant to be sort of a way of not just looking at Harry Styles and but it's really meant to be a way of learning about the world that okay, we live just, in. Okay, just cut, so cut, 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 cut. Isn't <laughs> about not, it's, That's not even half of the thank video. You, but basically, you. like, this guy is, and his <laughs> tweet the? says it all. He ended his tweet announcing this course saying, this is what tenure looks like. Let's ah, go. Yes. Tenure looks like geeking out about this boy band that you liked when Wasting. you were in college and acting like you are an intellectual for doing so. Yes. Wasting your money. Yeah, wasting the money and time of students. That you will later blame every... One of the funniest things about that argument is I was like, ever notice whenever people like want debt forgiveness, they never blame the colleges, they always blame the government. And as somebody who loves to blame the government, I'm just saying, like they never hold the colleges responsible for making... uh, This person taught and at yes, Harvard. And yes, I know that these two are inex- I know that college and government are inextricably, inextricably it's linked. It's an abusive relationship. I, I understand that. But I'm saying like right now, I have very little sympathy for somebody who's like, look, I've got a hundred K in student loan debt. Oh no. Uh, and it's like, well, what did you, what did you major? In? And I know that this is not a major course that they're taking, it's not a major but it's going to cost you money. You have to spend money to do this. I, I mean, I bet you could be a Harry Styles fan club member all on your own. Like, you could do that at home. Like, you could cut out pictures. You could put hearts around him. You don't have to pay money for that outside of the marker and the magazine and the tape to put it up on your wall. This is just proving that college is becoming daycare. Yeah. But um, I, I'm interested in, like, the aspect of this that is showing, like, celebrity worship has really yeah. gotten out of control. Uh, that like we're talking about a still living, breathing uh, celebrity, not any kind of cultural icon that has passed into the sands of time or anything that needs to be revisited, but somebody who is still relevant and still influencing the culture. And we're analyzing their career uh, to gain insights about like gender and sexuality, about globalism. I would love to know what this guy's position is on globalism. Uh, I'm sure it's overall positive. When I couldn't travel to do my regular research, I started researching Harry, focusing on his art, the way masculinity has changed in the last decade, celebrity culture, and the internet, the professor told Dallas, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth NBC. I just... I'll say it's unfair that a lot of these headlines framed this situation as... Uh, it's a class on masculinity from Harry Styles, like fr- through the lens of Harry Styles. Uh, that's not what it's about. I think they just took that one comment and twisted yeah, that it is the not focus correct. of the course. Yeah. Either way, it's stupid enough to dunk on it regardless. Yes. Um, and I obviously, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube later on, the thumbnail of this this video is playing into that. But, you know, all all in good fun, whatever. It's stupid enough on its face for really what it is. 
And it's also showing that like these like faux intellectuals have no consequences for I, like just degrading society. I have to disagree. I do not think this is stupid. And here's why. Okay. First of all, we're talking about it. Second of all, he got exactly what he wanted. Mm. This went viral. There are news stories about it. It's true that the headlines are mischaracterizing How what it's about. How has he benefited by it going viral, though? He has, like, he has his tenure anyway. Look, all people want anymore, and I mean almost all people, all people within like a certain age bracket want is virality and clicks and notoriety. They don't care if it's good. They don't care if it's bad. He's getting what he wants. And I think that he has some interesting ideas here. If it weren't couched from a left-wing perspective, and you're free to disagree with me, I feel like this is something you could teach as like a library class. The idea of kind cult of, of celebrity. Right. May, okay, frame it in the context of, uh, like I was thinking earlier, like if there was like, a, I know a couple of people who if they may, if there was a, a course at a college on the music of Prince, they would probably oh, sure, do that's something like that. Right? Sure, but this is so modern and so current and uh now if it, it lacks was, perspective now if, it, if the course was just in fact do you even is it even possible to say that he just you lose out on the benefit of of alternative perspectives by just na- making it a course on cult of celebrity mm-hmm. in current year right right oh my Thank gosh you. we got a second Thank one you for the second uh, crisis like, party. just by just by having it about more than just harry styles or is this guy just like i know a lot about harry styles i'm gonna make a course about now, harry styles. that's exactly what he's doing because he admitted himself later in that tiktok well i'm actually just a very big personal fan of Harry Styles. Thank you. And, oh my gosh, thank you guys. Uh, listening to One Direction got me through my PhD program. Okay, so, cool. Good for you. Yeah. Just, like, and I know gosh. programs like this have... <laughs> I know programs like this have existed in colleges for a long time. There's yeah. something about well, this that feels I, it incredibly. It came to my attention earlier today from Hannah Claire actually that um, they already did a course at Rutgers back in 2014 on Beyonce. Yeah, yep. they did. I do yep. remember. That. I remember that. Uh, it, I yeah. think it was called politicizing Beyonce. But was even it the goal or just I, like examining. It? I'm I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it enough. I'm but curious. this is no new phenomenon. Right. But this is also Trojan horse. All of those topics that he just mentioned. Uh, okay, yeah. so I want you to think about this. You're uh, you're a fresh faced college student, and oh, you're sorry. you've just come in. You've just come home from your first semester at uh, Texas whatever university. Honor college. Uh, right, your honors. And your and your mom's like, well, what did you study this quarter? Uh, well, I, I took a course on Harry Styles. Uh, and if your parents are generous, they're like, oh, well, I don't give. Her. All right, that's kind of interesting. Like. <laughs> Uh, like, and, and then what they don't tell you is that what you're really talking about is gender, sexuality, race, class, yeah. nation. I'm right. assuming they mean nationalism versus globalism, uh, fashion, fan culture, internet culture, and consumerism. There's like Wait, four courses worth of stuff there. Harry Styles' uh, name recognition as the vehicle for all of the messages that they want to implant in those students anyway. Which is evil. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Which makes this guy a evil genius. And also, I want to mention one of the requirements for this course is that each student creates a podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of interesting. We do not need more podcasts. First of all, let me just no, say. No, but I would love to know if, many. like, you need to create a podcast about Harry Styles in, from some different angle, and there are like fifty different podcasts about Harry Styles. Seriously, Ooh, I don't want that. The world does not need that. My. <laughs> Gosh, I just don't know what to do about. I don't think education needs to be purely utilitarian either. Like, okay, you're not becoming an electrician, but (laughs) this is like the absolute extreme. Get rid of generals, I say. 
If you want really? to cut down on costs, cost, get rid of generals. Yep, make it. I mean, that's what they do internationally. You, t- oh. I, I think that makes the money. If we're gonna, or for the, put it this way, as long as they're gonna keep complaining about their student debt and expecting uh, regular people to foot the bill for their student debt, get rid of generals and don't allow them to waste their money mm-hmm. on this type of stuff. Uh, or at the very least, get the government out of subsidizing this crap. That's. What do you guys think of the fact that there is now such a thing as a digital historian? <laughs> Someone who only That's studies the last, like, 12 to uh, 20 at most years. That's not surprising. I mean, we are mo- moving into kind of a digital age with AI and stuff and, and like, knurling. So, um, and to be fair, like, is. what I was mentioning earlier about, like, how fast m- news information and, uh, in general, move through digital space, that history is created much faster now. Guys, so. I went to the site yeah. to see how much this college costs per year. Mm-hmm. They have prospective honor students, current honor students, interested in current faculty, honors college alumni, and then they have Black Lives Matter. So we can kind of see the direction this school is going in. Uh, it's not good. And this to me is just like more of the same nonsense from this ridiculous What is it? What is the cost? I couldn't figure it out. Couldn't they won't it. tell you. It's a very large yeah. tuition check that your parents are going to have to cut yeah. so that you can learn about watermelon sugar. Yeah. Yikes. So that's <laughs> Literally. <laughs> cringe. That's, I hate uh, it. I, hey. You do think? Uh, I, I mean, I, have. I I hate the um, show that the professor is making on social media of yeah. like what a star he is for even thinking something up like this. You, it's just you, the ultimate like patting oneself on the back, and academia is all about that. Oh know? yeah, it's so, bad, especially tenured people. This is, it's one of those things where it's like I, I felt like there's a lot to dunk on about this, but for the most part, I just think I, I actually think it's more insidious than well, I'm actually originally giving it credit for. Given that all of the topics that they're covering have very little to do with Harry Styles, it, yeah. it drives me mad thinking about as well like Harry Styles' own reaction to finding this out, which I'm sure he has by now. Um, because he, again, like, he acts like he is some kind of cultural icon that he is not. Like, he is some kind of, like, his career is a milestone in art. Like, he really believes himself to be on the level of the Beatles or, like, I don't know, like, David Bowie. Like, he really acts as if he is a visionary, and he is not. If I remember correctly, there's also college courses on like Stan Lee, the comic book. Uh, uh, He's kind of interesting, yes. though. I believe, like, or at the very least, on like making like uh, comics. Obviously, there's video game. There's courses on like the impact of video games, all of that stuff. But I hear all that stuff, and all I can ever think about when they talk about it is like, these are the people that are going to be complaining about their student debt in T minus four years. Correct. And that bugs me because yep. it's like they always want the the good thing when it's there and then you can it, it's like when it's like the the female actresses who lean into their sexuality when they're younger and i just i can see the articles that are going to come out 10 years from now about how they felt exploited as they lean into it now yeah of course of course i see to, I, I don't totally agree with what you're saying because even people who get degrees and what they are fully you know conditioned mm-hmm. to believe are viable career options uh, even if they are uh, specialized skills that they find they can't find work these days mm. or they're underpaid and overworked or they're forced to work from home or under like extremely restricted and regulated conditions it's just you can cut down on the tuition i don't believe that people going to college like i don't believe a stupid 18 year old going to college without understanding the consequences of what they're doing is their fault 
Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I but don't... If you want to fight back against that, then I, do I don't know where I fall, uh, I guess, uh, on the context of, like, if you're 18, you're an adult, you can make those choices. I think there's more than enough information out there, there now, especially for people under the age of 18, to see the problems people are having right. paying back I don't back think you fully understand how stupid and how conditioned they are. It's pretty bad. Uh, it's pretty bad. If you believe that Harry Styles is this level of importance to society well, then, like then, now then we're infantilizing them further and then and then and then we prevent them from growing up further down the line and i'm I don't actually think saying, acknowledging their infantilization further infantilizes them um so the idea that uh he can't if they get rid of a course like this and i understand look they're never going to be able to get rid of all the risk in colleges for them right but it, putting stuff like this up there and my issues with this are more to do with the the way the language is couched with making it about Harry Styles, but really about making it more of this other stuff. I just don't think it helps, and, and I would rather see a far more utilitarian approach to college. That's just my perspective on it. Disagree. Mm. Mm. Agree to disagree. <laughs> we, can, we, we, we do that here. We agree to disagree. <laughs> That's good. That's great. I love it. Uh, let's get to super yes. chats then. Oh, yeah. Miss Mary said, shout out to all the Marys here. We're forming our own club. Too many. The Mary Band of Marys. Thanks oh, I like for that. laughs, everyone. All of them <laughs> wanting to go to take pointless college courses that, that, that will serve them no purpose in their future. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> like Thomistic Metaphysics. Yes, exactly. Mm. Caper2x said, I got my BS in nursing, hard science, no basket. Yes, exactly. No basket weaving. Yeah, but even those fields are getting really infiltrated with this stuff. It's unsettling. Yep. Yeah. I don't like it. Hobbit said something is wrong with this. They got the wrong person. Harry Styles doesn't even sound like Chet Hanks. See, I okay, know, right? okay, uh, all right, all right. Uh, let's let's. I could entertain the idea of a Chet Hanks college course, but yes, yeah, he's but so here's the idea. He changes his. You'd tune. have to get I, okay, fit. But here's the idea. <laughs> you could drink. The idea here is is that you can't take out a student loan to get it, uh, and you get a discount on your tuition with every. Want. Uh, amount of muscle mass you gain yes you get a discount like with every 10 pounds added to your bench press yes how yeah. I, the more jacked you get the cheaper your tuition so <laughs> i love that and, and a daily sobriety test to make sure that oh you that you're staying yes. sober and getting jacked <laughs> let's go i won chet hanks let's school go. let's go school of hanks there you go F off said I'm a goldsmith and have been thinking about teaching repair on a comp oh, cool. uh, on a campus. Yes. That'd be awesome. Like After a seeing this, I'm positive I can get approved for oh, yeah. a class. <laughs> Community college. Yes, that would be really That would be cool. awesome. Yeah, shop class. Yeah, people are doing shop. trades a lot more often now. That, that's what I'm saying. Like it's uh, all the people that I and I know that this is like kind of a it, it's a, a cliche to know. All the people that I know that are financially successful and happy with their lives all went to trade school. Oh, interesting. Uh, at least the mo I shouldn't say all the the ones who seem to pound for pound to have done the most with their lives, uh, built businesses, uh, or at the very least are uh, high up yeah. in their trade. I went to trade went school. Went to trade school. My yeah. brother went to trade school. My brother yeah, yeah. Uh, loves his job. Like it's uh, it's it's one of those things. All my friends that went to four year colleges, a couple of them are successful but the, for the most part their success is countered by how much they paid to go right, there how much so they still that's owe. still hanging over their head mm -hmm. uh and, and it's like is the is the field you're in it's not like they chose fields they're not doctors the, i think there's a generational and class related problem there because um of course, I find a way to like turn around and, and blame it on boomers. But like <laughs> boomers have told their children yeah. that trade school is not a viable That's option true. and oh. that higher education Absolutely. is the only way that is to have a future in. Uh, I mean, this is that's been why I think like, how are we going to blame this like stupid teenager? 
It's um, responsible. That's one of those things where, like, even like I watch every movie and TV show that I like, and it's it's all it's like uh, I want to get my kids to college. I want to get my kids to college, and the dad's got like a job like that makes like fairly good money, but he's just got four kids. I was like, that kid doesn't need to go to a four year college to have a better life. They just need to structure their life better and choose a profession that works for them, right? Exactly. Like, it's become this kind of catch all term for like you've reached the promised land once you've gone to college. Uh, you're on to a better life, which, as we know, doesn't really work out that way all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Then you end up taking a course on Harry Styles. Yeah. Right? And then the <laughs> oh, imagine worse than death. Some dad <laughs> works thirty five extra thirty five thousand gazillion hours a year so that he can send his kids to college, and the kid comes home talking about, well, Harry Styles told me that globalism is a good thing, and that uh, and that uh, men and should wear Billie skirts. Eilish. Like, said that I'm a global citizen uh, I have to register to vote for Biden. And I heard uh, that that's not right. And no human being can be illegal and love is love. Okay. Age is just a We're number, getting spicy now. Yeah. <laughs> the Kilted Carnivore said party. Thank you for giving us a second party. Yes, thank you. Nathan Koss said mass literacy was a mistake and God is dead. <laughs> no, we, Damn. we don't have mass literacy anymore. That's Holy cow, you guys. Oh my gosh, this <sighs> is ridiculous. This is so dark. Yeah, I wish people... Um, would actually learn to read i've already decided that i'm not gonna attempt to send my kids to college i'm gonna encourage them to do something like trade schools first and andy can argue with me about that because he went to college and i didn't but i really mm. think the trade schools where it's at this is what i've seen thousand foot deep end said so it's a course in wokeism and he's using harry styles name to sell it correct it's a trojan yeah. it's a trojan horse correct as trump says basically if you have tenure you can do whatever you want yeah, you're it's invincible a problem. uh Mm. <laughs> said <laughs> go on Bo Bo meh let me see I don't know what this means see if I can translate this Bo meh what does it mean I don't know this is going thank to you. torture me for thank the rest you for of your the show time. what does it mean I have no oh, idea heroes, <laughs> uh, unavailable ID name said I blame my college for my lack of degree they totally screwed me over Paid for everything. They added required classes. Denied my grad after the fact. College wow. is a is a is it's a, a it's a bubble that needs to burst. It's a scam. Get yeah. the government out of it. Yeah. F off said everything is each person's fault. If you can join the military, buy a car, a house, get a credit card, then you can accept the responsibility for college. Also, remember they want to like lower the voting age to sixteen and raise uh, the age to buy a gun, and and, and then be like, but you can go to college, and we're not gonna we're gonna tell you it's not your fault if yeah. you can't pay that. I back. just I wish people didn't feel like they had to either join the military or go to college either. Like, you, I, I hate that too. Trade school, baby. Um. Dane was saying something earlier that like Mia Khalifa made a comment uh, about like uh, she said that selling yourself on OnlyFans is still a better idea than selling yourself to the military. Yikes! Well, some do both. What? I mean, what well, they're saying like you know like uh, the Dark prospect so that that's like the dichotomy people feel they're yeah. in. Like the idea that you can, you sure you can go and almost get blown up by the uh, for the government and will pay for your college tuition, or you can sell your dignity on OnlyFans to pay for your college tuition. There is a happy medium, and I found it, and I was very happy that I never had like, an OnlyFans so. or anything. No, yeah. no way. You don't have to do that, ladies. <sighs> Caper Two X said, "Check the Micro Foundation." Yes. 
take the pledge. Yes, the what pledge is, is amazing. Oh I've my been gosh, seeing a lot Mike of Rose ad- pledge. I've been seeing a lot of advertisement for him lately. Dude, yes, like, his m- pledge is to die for. And he had like a whole row of books at Walmart. It's a sweat pledge, dude. He is a rock star, and he's mm-hmm. all about the trades. And he goes and talks to normal people working normal jobs, and he's like, "Oh, this seems like a great job that you could get, even without you know college." This yep. is amazing. Um, bad app. I'm not reading that. Uh, no, you again. Troublemaker. F off said, Brett is correct. Certified Microsoft tech hated it. Now I make more money to play with gold, platinum, and diamonds. Never went to school to learn my trade. Use YouTube to learn. Wow. Well, that's like. That sounds like something you could end up like hurting yourself if you don't know what yeah. you're doing. But that, I mean, it's awesome that it worked out for you. That, that's one of those things that Elon Musk always talked about is like, look, you can learn more. Like all the information that you need is available on YouTube. But there is a lot of people that need that structure. Uh, yeah, whether like, it's a trade school. Uh, Elon like, Musk knows that he's an exceptional yeah. person and an exceptional learner. Yeah. So it doesn't apply to everyone. Like, I have a hard time watching videos in... Oh, my Third gosh. Crisis Woo! party again. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, let's go. College. Yeah. Don't go to college. Don't go to college. Tell us how you guys really feel and then go read the sweat pledge yeah. from Mike Rowe. It's a little too long for me to read. Yeah. <laughs> uh, young... Javs559 said, first time tuning in, <laughs> I'm at HVAC tech, diesel tech, trades. Yes, yes. Where, it at, where it's at. College Thank isn't you. for everyone, and that's okay. We're all unique. Right. Y'all have a good day. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, thanks. That Entirely a, true. It, that, and I think that speaks to what you were saying earlier about the, the fact that boomers told their kids that this is a one-size-fits-all solution when it when true. it wasn't. Boomers uh, in the schools. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So. Thousand Foot Deep End said, SMH, listening to this, thinking about the bridge project in my hometown on its third delay due to architectural engineering issues. Oh, wow. Can't help but think it's due to a shift from teaching real world jobs to garbage like this. That's possible. But, I mean, I've kind of always taken that approach that like, like the best, if you're going to go to college, like to be like a lawyer or a doctor, something that requires that level of certification, that STEM. makes, that makes, yeah, it, yeah. It, that makes 110% perfect sense. But I just take issue with the amount of electives that they keep making you take beyond uh, what you need to do in the field. I talked to a guy who was in pre-med and he's like they made me take a feminism class and it's not only extended daycare it yeah. is well he took it with his girlfriend and she broke up with him because Tough of it and to i was expand like your horizons. that's insane nope. oh my gosh the guns are empty no not mine we'll refill them it's mary's all right i'm gonna i'm gonna read uh, uh you want to go on this one? uh the next one from waffle sensei okay he said i do love these perpetual children all pay tens of thousands of dollars to go to school at 19 to study faux sex ed and listen to Harry Styles. <laughs> and, and look, I went to I, I went to school for film and if I had been honest with myself when I was there, I wouldn't have if if I had thought more clearly about it, I wouldn't have gone for it because of the the nature of that profession usually requires you to be an independent contractor who works freelance. I hate freelance work. Right. I don't ever like there I hate have, I hate the the fear of having to constantly look for a job, but I didn't entertain that idea at the time, but I still don't think that that was like it was still my choice to do that if I had been thought a little bit more clearly about it and I didn't so yeah it's just uh, it's just what it was for me uh waffle sensei also said become a UPS driver you make dividends support a family and you can listen to content like VCC while I working boom that. let's there go, go. Well, we in need that, that case drivers, everyone yeah. should do it work right? night shift yes. if you want to listen to PCC join UPS we need a partnership program <laughs> yeah right exactly um then, then there was Any one more? there from uh, Halls and the Kid oh 
I know who that is. I know who that is too. Uh, I don't see that one. Uh, it says you uh, you get real world skills from the military and a leg up on government jobs. True. What real world skills do you get from uh, OnlyFans? OnlyFans, photography, cinematography, not oh. even <laughs> uh, social clout would Ugh, be the what no. you get that that eventually fades. A tiny yeah, percentage of people of who use it get that. Oh, there's there's hilarious there's a hilarious Instagram channels called like women taking Thank L's. You. <laughs> Yes, it's bad. It's oh, so yeah. sad. I'm like, you've been lied to. Like, I'm, you think <laughs> I'm mutuals with his girlfriend on Twitter, actually. He's Wh- like kind of a normal guy. <laughs> women taking L's. It's you guys sad. think that people have been lied to about college. Women have been lied to about stuff like OnlyFans, but yeah. that's a conversation we're not ready for. Mm-hmm. Well, it feels <laughs> like they had, like they, they should have known that. I mean, my our whole generation was raised to understand there isn't... We're not very smart. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just for proving kidding. Mary's point that she said earlier, that uh, like the it's the it's not the call it's the kids it's not the kids fault they've been lied to yeah that's what yeah you can have a little compassion because it's not you know they've definitely been lied to all right yeah. uh oh there's um, one more bad up said nobody puts baby in the corner uh, well i do <laughs> you're like well i do <laughs> too bad <laughs> uh f off said ups also has a lot of heat right now since they had a driver pass out because of heat stroke oh Oof. man that sucks good. yikes Take it easy. Um, Bring a skater fan. owned solutions said, I went to college and if I didn't, I wouldn't have gotten the good job experience I did, but also wouldn't have to incur the debt. I went for business management entrepreneurship. It was super woke and didn't teach me anything. Mm. I work nights at UPS. UPS. Woo. I represent. Mean, part, mm. part of it is also like um, the business majors always seem to end up doing well because they have entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurial I- ideals to begin with. Right. So th- that's a little bit different. Like the people who I know that got into finance had a plan from day one right. of what they were going to do. The right. people who went into business knew what the hell they wanted to do since day one. All my one. medicine friends, they knew. Yeah. So oh, it's, it's a matter of like it's that it's that uh, idea of like uh, if you go to college and you're taking a Harry Styles class because you're not quite sure you where where you want to go yet that's that's not good mm-hmm. like that's that, a bad that's sign a yeah it's yep. a symptom yep uh, unavailable ID name said I'm a photographer and I have a lot of OF clients oh, that's, <laughs> that's really interesting because I would always I, I guess I never thought it was like I wonder how they contact because they promote themselves on yeah. like safe for work platforms yes. yeah to link six, to six, six, the six, six, not safer work, yeah. Um, but it, that's interesting because it's just like uh, where do they like like you know because there, there's a lot of like big name photographers in LA and stuff that get a lot of work be, because of businesses they've built. But it's uh, always interesting to see how those uh, they find each other and how they link up. So are, are we ready to do podluck? Yes, I hope we are. Right, <laughs> right, we're we're gonna do podluck. <laughs> so we're gonna move on. Uh, and the first thing we're going to talk originally I was going to talk about Brad Pitt, but we're going to skip that. We're going to go with, uh, you want to talk about Powerpuff uh, Girls? Yeah. Uh, Powerpuff Girls and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Animated series reboots in the works. So do you want to yeah. leave this one? Uh, I'm excited about this. They're doing this with a new European studio. Um, I'm excited because there was a live action Powerpuff Girls that was also in the works that I heard a horrible oh, yeah. the, feedback the, about. Dove Cameron was going to be in it, and that was... Uh, 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 weren't, I think one of the main complaints for that was that it, they were not trying to make it visually appealing at yeah. all. Like, the costumes were just, like, awful. Like, maybe they were... Was it, like, any heavy-handed, like, social... It just I'm Yes, it's a CW, which means it's going to have heavy-handed social issues in there. Yeah, um... And I didn't watch Powerpuff Girls as much as I watched uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, but uh, I'm excited for both. I wish that it would be like the OG shows, but obviously it that's will not. impossible. It will not. 
Uh, maybe we could, like, review these, but I just felt like flying over it and mentioning it because I don't like taking cartoons and making them live action usually because yes. it takes the magic out of it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, the One of the funniest things you can ever watch is the, the live, action, live action Lion King, which is just awful. Is, I mean, it's, it's like... It's just soulless and awful. The whole point of characters being animated is that you can draw their features yeah. to express emotions however you like and not make it realistic. The fall off the cliff is the funniest thing in the world in the in the, in the live action movie. Yeah. When it's supposed to be like this really emotionally like heartbreaking moment. It is not. <laughs> no, I, no, in the in the live action yeah, movie, it, it is it not. Just, it just takes you I, completely out. I of... giggled. I, I giggled what was happening. <laughs> I, I couldn't. That's I, so cool. I, I, I was like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're terrible. Um, the Fosters one is supposed to be uh, returning to the same characters as preschool aged imaginary friends. I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, we'll see. Uh, is there? So it, I don't know if it can feel like Cartoon Network again. It will. Yeah, it's a time long forgotten. I yeah. guess yeah. to me, like I, I don't see. I don't see that working out. Uh, I, the live action Powerpuff Girls. The, the funny thing is with the, the live action Powerpuff Girls one is like everyone who hears that idea knows that that's a bad idea. They know that that's not going to work. Uh, I would rather see them try to do Archer live action. Oh, than, that'd be fun. I don't know who you cast. Uh, I know Aisha Tyler is still. Uh, yeah. Uh, Aisha Tyler's still good looking. Jessica's so. gone. Um, oh, yeah. Um, so I don't know how you do that show, but I would love to see them try to do live action Archer. In fact, I would, uh, I, I don't know who you cast, but Aisha Tyler, who plays Lana in the, in the show, uh, they st still acting, still doing very well. So it'd be very cool. Yeah. Uh, is this, is, so what about it that you're looking forward to most? Because I, I don't know anything. I, believe it or not. I've never seen Powerpuff Girls. Well, that's crazy. Why not? Uh, I've never seen <laughs> Sailor Moon either or any of that. I stuff. guess now that I think about it, those were like very much in the 2000s. I mean, there was kind of an irreverence to Cartoon Network that I really miss. Um, I don't know if that can be recreated today yeah. because people are so on guard. Speaking of Hanna-Barbera, Maybe we get live action Jetsons, oh, yeah, or mm. live action, uh, or another live action Captain Flintstones, uh, or Captain Planet, <laughs> or both. <laughs> <Please> Captain, <no. laughs> Captain P Climate Change. Oh <laughs> uh, no, that would be that would be It would be like you could you could. There's literally there is in a world of possibilities. There is exactly zero point zero zero chance that they were able that they would be able to do Captain Planet and not make it awful. It would be the most heavy handed. Uh, to like, be fair, it was heavy-handed to begin with. There would be a Greta Thunberg cameo. Oh my god! There would absolutely be a Greta Thunberg cameo in Captain Planet. <laughs> this money is making me happy yeah. after this. <laughs> so, uh, I, I am not. I'm not. Uh, I don't have high hopes. I won't say that, but I just could be good. Yeah, it, it has good. potential. Uh, there's something a little bit more serious that I wasn't going to cover, but I do want to point out to it because we've talked sure. about a lot of ridiculous stuff today, and I love the ridiculous stuff. But I have a, a story here about it's an Iranian filmmaker named Jafar Pan, uh, Panahi, uh, and he has to serve out a six-year prison sentence 
uh, because his films were deemed uh, anti-government. Oh, wow. What, what were the films called? Uh, it, well, uh, Had we heard of any from, of them? No, they're from a long time ago. They're, they're oh, like, wow. he got this sentence like a while back and then they're just making mm. him serve it now. But basically it says, uh, Iran's, uh, Iran's judiciary on Tuesday ordered one of the country's leading filmmakers to serve out a six-year prison sentence from a decade ago that has never been enforced. The order came after the government seeks to silence criticism amid growing economic turmoil and political pressure. Masood uh, Satyashi, Satyashi, a spokesperson for Iran's judiciary, announced that the award-winning filmmaker Jafar Panahi, uh, perhaps Iran's best-known film director, would fulfill his six-year prison sentence handed down in 2011 on charges of producing anti-government propaganda, wow. a final verdict that he said should have been implemented at the time. Uh, so basically, they just never enforced it on him after this. And he wasn't allowed to travel. That's not fair. Uh, so it says, although Panahi uh, was banned from traveling over the past six years, the sentence was never enforced, and he continued to make underground films, which were released abroad to great acclaim. He's won a lot of awards and been invited to panels mm -hmm. all over. He's not allowed to travel because of uh, the sentences from the government. He won multiple festivals. Okay, yeah, he won multiple fe festivals. 2015 uh, Berlin Golden Bear for Taxi. His defiant films about poverty, sexism, violence, and censorship in the Islamic Republic have long angered the government. I want to point this out because we have a, American filmmakers and American actors and actresses virtue signaling constantly about the great and uh, amazing work that they're doing. The art form that they embody can do great and amazing work. They're doing it in a place that's already unbelievably privileged yeah, to live. Okay, right. So when I, when I trash those people or give them crap because I think they're virtue signaling, it's not that I don't believe that what they do is important. Their act, the, the act of their actual job doesn't have positive influences on society. My point is that they focus it in a place where they are looking for things uh, to make this about, to make it about them. Whereas somebody who's actually living under an oppressive regime is making it about yeah. the work. Remember the protests at can film festival where um that that at, one of them was a lone protester who was like shirtless and had yep. the ukrainian flag painted on her yeah we, and, we like, talked about a couple there was a couple of our wording us um i think that was at the premiere of an iranian film that was like a feminist slasher or um it was like basically about a female serial killer who was like avenging yeah. victims of, of uh, like a, a male ser serial killer. I think that's what's gonna that there. There's that movie coming out from. There's a horror slasher coming out called They Them with uh, Kevin Bacon oh, no. about uh, <laughs> oh, a serial killer at a con at a conversion camp, and I think it's gonna fall along those lines. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, which like I'm not sure how I feel about that because. I think it maybe inspires people into like more anger oh, yeah. rather than looking to solve a problem. Definitely possible. Um, I need to know more, but yeah. So it says his detention in Irwin, uh, in Iran's uh, Evan prison has drawn widespread criticism from rights groups, shining a light on a wave of, rep of repression, hitting not only the country's celebrated cinema industry, but also activists and protesters. I don't have a problem with activism as much as I make that joke uh, that uh, I, I say it's, it's not enough to just not be an activist. You have <laughs> to be actively anti-activist. Anti. What I mean is that uh, in America, where we're looking for things to uh, be uh, oppressed about and for things to complain about, there is uh, filmmakers drawing real attention to real issues in other countries, and I think that that deserves some attention because he is being silenced 
and punished for speaking out against the government when every celebrity here from the comfort of their million gazillion dollar mansions is free to criticize any form of government they want and it kills and me they that do. they, they yeah. don't understand the hypocrisy of just how good they have They it. don't care. They, they don't, don't care. care. They're hypocrites. So, uh, I've got the serious stuff out of the way so yeah. uh, we have... Um, <laughs> We have Lady Gaga's dog walker. Yes. And the creepy photoshopped pictures that we have to show them, uh, Mary. So it says, U.S. Marshals offer reward for suspect in Lady Gaga dog walker shooting who was accidentally released from jail. What? Thanks, government. What? Like that, uh, so basically the idea here is uh, th this person shot, uh, Lady Gaga had a, a man who walked her dogs for him, uh, and they caught the guy, and the guy was released accidentally. Says the United States Marshal Service is offering a up to five thousand dollar reward for the man they, that shot Lady Gaga's dog walker just a few months ago after he was accidentally released from jail. Yikes! According to a release on Monday, the U.S. Marshals is seeking information regarding James Howard Jackson, who along with two other men were charged with attempted murder of Lady Gaga's dog walker Ryan Fisher uh, in an attempted robbery of Gaga's three French bulldogs in February of 2021. Is that because like if they're if they're like prized purebred dogs that they can use them? How for do you as a celebrity expensive. have the time to take care of your they own pets don't. or like even know your pets she can't care. walk them obviously so uh jackson is 19 years old should be considered armed and dangerous anyone with information to his whereabouts should contact law enforcement immediately uh and you pointed out this picture uh, i don't yeah, know if people this, will be able to this tell this article but edited his mug shot to like make his eyes more droopy or like larger. If you look at the, they changed the shape of his iris and his the whites of his eyes. If you look at that and then you what? look at this one, um, it, and it's so a very weird. obvious edit too. Like it's very easy to catch. I don't know why they did it. How strange. It's very weird. Huh. Um, I have no idea why. I do know that he looks like this guy, Michael Ely, the actor Michael Ely. So oh, they, well, that's for the upcoming biopic. If they make a biopic. Announced yeah. here first, a, a pop culture crisis exclusive. Oh if, they, if they make a movie about the guy who you shot Lady Gaga. You heard it here first. Yeah. I love it. I feel a little ghoulish saying that. That's a, this, uh, it guy, does look exactly yeah, like him, though. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so they're, they're, they're looking for custody, and that person did survive. The, the, the dog mm -hmm. walker did survive, so it's, it's not like they... Says, uh, this comes a few months after Jackson was mistakenly released from jail due to a clerical error. I always thought those things were like how the cops kept you in jail. We're like, we're not going to release you over the weekend. We lost your paperwork. Yep. So that's it's very much a, a story taken straight from uh, straight from the the presses. So uh, I have a couple other things that I thought were very interesting, which is Heat Two is actually going to be made into a movie, or at least he's saying it is. Michael Mann is saying Heat is my favorite movie of all time. Uh, period uh, And they're going to make it into a prequel Which I don't want to see okay. I don't want to see Timothy Chalamet play Al Pacino I thought the prequel is what you do When you've already made two sequels I, I don't know And I don't know. grasping no for straws sequels, uh, No I, more prequels But he is in the middle of making uh, They're getting a season two of um, Tokyo Vice Tokyo Vice mm. was very good if not a little bit slow paced Worth checking out So mm. And one more thing, and that's the 50 Cent uh, horror oh, movie. Oh, yeah, that's so interesting. Uh, so uh, 50 Cent <laughs> is producing a new horror movie, and apparently... The, and the tickets the, are 50 cents. And Aha, that would quite. Be, well, exactly. 50 bucks, more like. Uh, it says a uh, new horror flick is too gross as the cameraman passes out from uh, from trying to watch it. I don't know if I buy that. Like, it seems like great marketing. Maybe I thought heat might be a bigger issue in a set like this with lights on you and everything. Mm -hmm. But you can see the video here. I'm sure he knew what he was getting into. That's literally the cameraman oh my God. passing out. Let's watch what we're doing. 
Down goes the camera. Oh, poor guy. Yep. Uh, it's just, that looks so staged. Could be. I well, mean, if it movie, is, I if mean, it is, it's great marketing. If it is, it's great marketing. Like That's you true. have the camera panned to the girl in a neon bikini covered in blood. That's so it's right at the right moment. Director Josh Stolberg has instant promo for their upcoming horror flick, Skill House. It is, it's so terrifying that even film crew is losing consciousness on set. Like I said, sounds <laughs> sure, like promotion. Yeah. Sounds like promotion to me. <laughs> uh, it's see. the camera operator's reaction while filming a particularly bloody scene, and whoever's behind the lens has a weak stomach because they passed out on the spot. Is that what you're talking about, Vasal Vagal Sympathy? Yes. Uh, syncope? S- sympathy, yes. Syncope. What is the point of that reaction um it's like a it's like a primal thing because you're not supposed to if something's go on that wrong with you then you need to like protect yourself i think but the thing is that it's not you that you're typically seeing yeah seeing someone else like passing out is not helpful (laughs) so skill house is a new movie coming out from 50 cent that that is genius marketing it's that's pretty good marketing um, Mm -hmm. do you remember when uh cannibal holocaust came out no nobody no uh they they had to like uh this was like i say like remember like as if i was alive this came out before i was born but the idea here is like it was so realistic the the violence and the gore was so realistic of like uh, cannibalism that the director had to go in front of Congress and like prove that it wasn't real. Wow. That's mm. crazy. If, if I remember correctly. So yeah, uh, the, the movie industry as always uh, being insane to, uh, to all involved. So was there anything else? I think that was everything that we were going to cover today. Um, I can't think of anything I else. Believe that was. Yeah, I think I we got it all. There was, oh no. Okay. I'm going to cover this. Okay. There was a, a law, like a, a crew member for law and order organized crime who oh, was, did yeah, you see that? I saw that. Uh, okay. So basically a crew member who was working security for the show got shot, uh, while doing the, and, and died. And that's freaking tragic. And it says, uh, a crew member for law and order organized crime was shot and killed on set of the NBC universal drama series. According to reports, the shooting took place Tuesday morning. It was like five in the morning. Uh, this is in a joint statement released by with Variety. NBC Universal addressed the tragic event, declaring we were terribly saddened and shocked to hear that one of our crew members was victim of, of a crime early this morning and has died as a result. Basically, this thing was like an ambush on this guy's car. Uh, it's just awful. That like, stinks. Oh, oh, um, man. There was also the Denise Richards thing. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Let's save that for tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, we'll save it for tomorrow. Uh, so That's a cliffhanger for you. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, it says, uh, well, also, it's like less serious, and I don't want to like. Yeah, go then from, we go immediately yeah. to. Uh, we're working with local law enforcement as they continue to investigate. Our hearts go out to, to his family and friends, and we ask that you respect their privacy during this time. The statement concluded uh, the New York Police Department has confirmed that the crew member was fatally shot. It was 31 year old Michael Pizarro, who worked as a parking enforcement official and security guard on the, sh- on the sh- set of the show. So it's just like insane mm-hmm. like i don't even know like uh what to violence say, but... is rising everywhere yeah it's in la right no this was in new york oh yeah similar yeah, so similar problems awful, so. it's not good Ugh. uh so it's just uh, there's so much going on right now like we could have done that we could have done like the sesame the sesame place thing but there's just like it's all so like we've talked a lot about how like these two worlds intersect and it feels like all of it's kind it's, of yeah it's connecting like too, too much, much lately like we could like we got stories about like that or joe rogan and i'm like i don't want this stuff to all just be constantly intersecting like where does one uh set of topics end for us it's hard i know like tim go with uh Look, with what they're doing tim we made it first we're, we're, <laughs> which we don't want to do like i i I, said, I, I don't like i don't want to cover joe rogan's comments i don't want to co- like the sesame place thing was just ridiculous it's just uh it's all kind of insane but that's kind of the the hard part of the job is navigating like what you can talk about and actually make it like a discussion yeah so, 
Yeah. All right. Uh, Lydia, thank you. We need to get into Super Chats. We need to. Oh, was we there? We do have a few okay, extra Super I, Chats. I yeah. Okay, go yeah. for it. <laughs> Hobbit said, can we get a live action Happy Tree Friends? Ooh. Ooh. That one's dark, I hear. I haven't seen it. It would be more like 50 Cent's horror movie. Uh, F. Hoff said, bro, Happy Tree Friends from Newgrounds was dope. Also, that show with the emo chick and squirrel. What? I don't remember that one. Uh, I don't remember uh, that. Forward here. Caper two X said, "Mary, you look like Gwen Stacy, Spider Gwen." Oh yeah, Spider Gwen. Yeah. A lot of people have left that comment, um, look and I looked up. it up, and I I kind of see it, not totally. Uh, a little bit. The hair. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. The hair. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, Patrick Field said. Not only did boomer parents push college, they simultaneously pushed the self-esteem lie that everyone is a winner and you get a trophy just for, for participating, which plays into the psychology of modern academia even more. Yes, boomer parents and schools. Does that make it like a perfect storm of bad decisions on the part of our uh, of our elders? Bachelor's that degrees to... are the ultimate participation awards. Oh. Wouldn't that make associate's degree the ultimate participation award? Mm. Yeah, they're even easier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bad App said, live action of Johnny Bravo with Ezra Miller. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, you got go. us to mention Ezra Miller again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that would be pretty funny, actually. <laughs> um, and I think we've got Waffle Sensei said, weird because all the old movies and shows you'll see, the triggers of guns are locked back permanently so that the gun can't fire. Mm. Why did this change? Interesting What's question. this in reference to? No idea. Not sure. Um, I would need to know what you're talking about. Uh, I've been um, one of my favorite things to watch is uh, I love watching films for bad gun for for, for bad handling of weapons. Right. Um, I, I love when uh, when they have like the it's very clear that the thank you, thank you. that the slide does not actually uh, shoot and that there's no actual. Um, uh, recoil from the gun. Some of the better actors can like fake it, but in general, uh, there's a couple of shows that I can think of off the top of my head where it's very clear that they're shooting with non guns. Shooting uh, blanks. Done, well, not just blanks, but non guns, which guns don't. At all. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, F off said, look up Foamy the Squirrel. Gosh, thank you, thank you. How many was that? Four? That's four. four. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you for the fourth thank you guys. crisis party. Yes. And I feel like. F off, you were very generous today, but he didn't carry the whole thing. No, so it's no. a lot more organic. <laughs> Yesterday, now. we literally just had to dump all the money into Hannah Claire's bank account. Well, <laughs> no, guys, this is still going this to Hannah Claire's ha- bank account. All Don't it. get it twisted. All like, it. even Hannah when she's not on the show, this is her money. It's, it's rightfully her. I heard if you, re- I heard if that you actually like rearrange <laughs> the letters of Pop Culture Crisis, it spells Hannah Claire. Oh, yeah. That, I heard I, that. I yeah. Heard yeah. That's yeah. uh, been a rumor yeah. buzzing around. F off said, look up phone me the squirrel he was laying truth bombs since the 2000s i looked up that character and didn't realize that i knew the character but i that is familiar to me yes okay all right (laughs) i think is that everything i think we read all of them this time yes we we did i hope so i hope we didn't miss anybody how fun lydia tell everyone where they can find you guys can find me tonight in just three short hours at (laughs) timcast irl over on youtube perfect Three of the and shortest hours of the oh, day. That's yeah, true. Yeah, uh, you guys can also follow me on TwitterMinds.com at SourPetchLids as well as SourPetchLids.me. There you go. I, I was waiting for the SourPetchLids.me. Yeah, that's, that's true. Mary, where can you find you? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram or WeChat at CloserKitty. I sometimes post articles on TimCast.com too, and I promote them there. That everything? 
I hope so. Yeah. She remembered her socials. All right, guys. You can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Brett Dasovic for the show. We are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific for Pop Culture Crisis here. We are several hours before IRL. We are the lunchtime show Correct. for all our California California friends. And all uh, our UPS drivers yes, out there. Yes. And all the UPS we drivers. Love you. Uh, we are also on social media or on uh, Twitter at pop culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at pop culture crisis and on Instagram at pop culture crisis pod. If you would prefer to listen rather than watch, you can find us on Amazon music, Apple podcast, Pandora, Spotify, all that good stuff. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then guys. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.